young. Black. Opinionated. Y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E S E B E R R A. Four lies. That's unacceptable. Not on my watch. The hypo situ, you should just give it a chance. Like, alright, guys. Time for my night. But episode 92 of Young Black and Opinionated, what it do, family? It's an amazing year. Oh. It's the best year. The best year. You oh. said Randy King got his ass whooped. Oh. That's 91. Oh. Yeah, 91. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. There you oh. are again. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> 92. They said, that, they said that when you put the uh, alcohol in the. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I saw that shit. Oh, no. shit. oh god! Oh, that be and I didn't put no alcohol on my. Like, I remember when I was bald My sister used to line me up. She'd be in the middle of talking, oh. like, yeah, because you know this afternoon, and she be. Oh man, they, put the alcohol. they don't even warn you either. They just because you got to get got like that. Otherwise, you'd be like, hold on. Uh, and then you put it by your lips. I'm like, hey, just rub my hair said, back my hair on my lips. Like, Ugh. I, said, I don't know about that. Oh man, like, all them clippers be them clippers be dirty as a mud. They be cutting everybody. You just cut somebody else hair. Anyway, sorry. They supposed mm-hmm. to clean them, ain't they? Yeah. So my sister kept my I mean, my me up. Y'all ain't seen nothing about my taper though. Y'all like my taper? You trying to grow my hair out? I got the social justice warrior haircut. Social justice warrior haircut. No, I don't care. All right. Episode 92. Look how she looks. She's looking like, fuck that shit. Anyway. <laughs> 92, how y'all feeling this week? Uh, man, great, great. We're off to a great start. Hmm? Where are we going? How you feeling this I week? I feel great. Right. What? I feel oh, great. you being weird. The week, the, the week is over with. I feel great. I feel great. Okay. Okay. How about you, Lassie? Um, I had a pretty good week. Yesterday was kind of traumatizing. Pretty sure I need therapy um after yesterday, but... Other than that, oh, okay. I'm good. Sounds good. Oh, no, um, no, no. <laughs> she need therapy. <laughs> you gotta throw it off by saying that. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Are you okay? Therapy's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay with my sessions. Me too. Uh, um, Lakeisha. Right. Lakeisha help. Um, I'm feeling good too. Uh, last week after we recorded, I went to Haunted House. Oh, um, where? In um, Kenosha, Racine, oh. uh, Mount Pleasant. That's what they call it. Mm. It was funny. It was fun as fuck. It was, was a good it? time. It, they had one of the places. Well, it was like a cornfield at first, and it mm. was one side. Then the other side, that the line scary. was long. Yeah. The oh, other side was line. the line was long as fuck, like Six Flags type shit, and it was cold as a bitch. So then when yes. we got in there, they had like, you know, some haunted house would just be kind of general. <laughs> this one, it was long as a bitch. Like, nah, I've been here for a minute. <laughs> um, and then they had so one little part where it was like, I thought it was cute. It had like the little what you call it like, it looked like a bounce house or shit because you're going through there you're like what the fuck and it's dark as a bitch and it was one where it had like this shit was moving because i went with my niece and then my cousin brandy the motherfucking thing was spinning so brandy oh the uh, uh so like a little fun house type yeah, thing so yeah so i'm walking around get your ass <laughs> <laughs> and my niece she and it was funny because it was like we were standing by the little fire thing before we got in line so me and Brad, i was like watch this let's walk off we walked off and the little you know little monster came staring at her and she's short so she 
So we walked away. We still we over there like this, and she turned around like, "Why y'all leave me?" I'm like, "You fucking stay here, stay here, goddamn with the nigga, bring your ass home." <laughs> Chopping you up, right? But yeah. it was fun, no, they. <laughs> You know, they just be fucking with you and shit. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you know, I'm going first. And one of them, we was all last. Yeah, so we I all, hate, we oh, all going to stop. <laughs> they always want you to go first. Like, you're right. being a man. Because it was like, like somebody, you know, other, another group in front of us, but we was the last three. So we were <sighs> lying and shit. So we like, you going to be last? And I had to put my knees, stop. Like, but you 15, you grown now. What the fuck? I got to be in the middle. Right. Crunch and then Brandy has, why you maybe go first? Because <laughs> now she know damn well. <laughs> She hilarious. Oh I remember my, the fair one. Like, they put you in this little ele- fake elevator thing and it's mm-hmm. shaking around, but it's a girl already in there. You don't see it. So mm-hmm. it'll, it'll flash and she's just doing little tricks and shit. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, this bitch acrobatic lately. Right. <laughs> yeah, they said that one's supposed to be the scariest one in the state, but it was better than any one that I've been to before. I like it. Flexible. Yeah. So scary. Get the scary ass out of here. Sounds fun. That's what I did. I got invited to a haunted house tonight, but I was like, Forty dollars. You know, I forgot that it was like <laughs> skinny ass in here. <laughs> I, just, I just haven't been in the Halloween spirit this year. Like every, I like, was it last year was a podcast festival. Then the damn, that was the last two years we did the um dang these years the bus. Fast. Yes, we oh, did the, the like, I was Debbie in the running, and then the other one I missed, that was a good year with the white skirt. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think year. it's tonight. And then because I called my sister before I came here, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm getting ready or whatever." Like, yeah, I'm just. I'm just gonna be a skull this year. I'm gonna go get my face painted. <laughs> she's like, nah, I'm not gonna be a skull. I, yeah, hopefully don't listen to that after the fact. But she's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna go. I'm gonna see. So I was like, I just didn't really think about it this year. It was just whatever. So hopefully next year I'm more so in the spirit. But if I did do anything, year. my last bet was gonna be doing. I was gonna be like poetic justice or some shit because I got braids this time. So I was okay. like, I miss being bald headed though. But bald other than that, that's that's, that's 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 pretty much it. Any um any announcements other than that? Any announcements? Any church announcements? Any no? Unclean it up. All right, cool. Um, other than that, <laughs> uh, before we keep going, as always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E E S E B E R A. Four Wise is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Lassie. And I'm Lassie at Lola Baby on Snapchat, B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at La Creme Lola. Wani. And it's your boy Mwanje. That's M W A N J E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanje, Uganda for Leopard. Um, just wanted to mention fruition. I got uh, an episode coming out to well, what's today? Today. That's, that's when this is gonna be out. Oh, gotcha. T- today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when you finish listening to this, go listen to that. It's fruition hey, on fruition. everything else. And um at fruition M K E four E's on like all social media. Um or so Instagram. So yeah. That's all I want to say. Oh, I do. Um, shout out to my parents. Their anniversary is on the 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like we just. 20, right. 25. I feel like you just said this shit. Right. Yeah. No, That's crazy. 25 years. 25 years. 25 years. Mm-hmm. I, was at, I was at the wedding, so. <laughs> so yeah, he was a bastard. Uh, uh, Black yeah. love, man. Like Gary Black always love. said he was yeah. at his uh his mom graduation, high school graduation. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, I fucking remember, I remember it. I remember it. I remember it. Goodness. But yeah, shout out to the parents. And um, yeah, check out the episode and shout out to Mwanje's parents. Let's jump oh, into. Sorry, not to cut you off. Uh-oh. I think it was your grandparents the first time. Was uh, it? How long yeah. have they been married? Grandparents. Ooh. Theirs was earlier this year. Yeah, they're earlier this year. I think yeah, it was sometime like around was. August. I forgot. Yeah, that's who it was. Said civil mm. rights there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going up. <clears throat> Hilarious. Uh, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? So, um, I just wanted to put out there. I know we've been talking about it and. Please, please, please go out and vote. Um, they are doing early voting right now. Um, if you don't early vote, make sure you make it to your um, local polls on November 6th. Yeah. Um, because the local voting 
is what matters. It's mm-hmm. what affects us. It's stuff that we can pretty much control. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know who Scott Walker is, I need you to do your research between now and November 6th. So when it's time to vote, you know to... Small J uncle. <clears throat> who, to, who, who to and who not to vote for. I'm just putting it that way. Um, that's all I had to say about that. Just um, trying to stress the importance of getting our black young people involved and mm-hmm. making sure that y'all understand the importance of our local elections yes. because they matter the most. Y'all want to think that Trump can do everything, anything he can when that's not true. Our local elections, the people who are in office here in the state of Wisconsin mm-hmm. can hurt us more than Trump. So, yep. yeah. Anybody uh, early vote? No, I, I wanted might to do it this week. No, I wanted to be on. Oh, the, when is it over? On the field, I think it's over. Ooh, uh, I think it might be over. Oh. Might be over. Um, I like to, I like to do it on the day of. I feel like a soldier, you know, and I just want to be on the battlefield and make sure I do my part. In the army right, and I just want to, you know, do my part in in um and you know partaking in this election. I did the primaries and I changed my polling place, so I'm good. So I know exactly where I need to go. I ain't got to go too far. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all early, early voted? Mm-mm. No, oh, okay. I want to feel like a soldier in the army. Oh, I just go after work. Um. I'm curious to see how uh, busy the location I go to is because usually when I vote for anything, um, the line's never long. Mm. Only time it was really long was, I think that was my first time voting actually was for President Obama. Mm. Um, Was it back in, was it 12? Yeah, because I was in college and I think I went before Mm. I had to go to school. So it was super early and the line was super long, but it moved. Other than that, every time I go in there, unfortunately, it don't be that busy. So I'm just curious to see um i did what it looks like so yeah i did pull it up so um early voting is from september 24th um and it ends on november 4th mm. oh okay all so, right so yeah oh yeah, yeah that's two right. days before the actual yeah you know and this is for wisconsin right for wisconsin, for wisconsin yes. yes yeah so listeners everywhere else is a little different everywhere uh, i know wisconsin <clears throat> be on some bullshit but i know some uh, some other states i heard think georgia was on some bullshit too um as far as voting for governor and things like that too yeah. so everybody make sure y'all get out and vote um every know your status yeah every little bit counts yeah make sure you're registered yeah yeah so know your status yeah. <laughs> right i was <laughs> no, your status. a lot of places if you haven't voted in as so many times some places can purge you from their systems and then also right. too we reported on uh past episodes of young black and opinion check it out uh mm-hmm. we said that you know there was an issue with their um with their records and they purged a lot of people uh, from their records so yeah and i be even, careful. i don't know if i talked about it on here i'm sure i did it was a documentary i said i watched for um something when i was at mount mary it was like a, it was a math class i took so i thought it was dumb and i think i had to write a paper x y i'm like let me watch this <laughs> shit so i didn't have like i didn't think it was gonna be good but it was actually really good um i forget what it was called but it was based upon uh, the 2000 elections and how it was like really rigged and just how the ballots look different in florida and yeah. like they had one called a butterfly ballot where the shit went like this so oh. you didn't know who you was voting yeah, for yeah. and just crazy stuff and how they was saying if you was an offender at one point in your time your life you couldn't vote some dude was like you know i had committed a crime in the 70s in new york and i live in florida and now they said i can't vote so just a little shit that they try to do um like i said i've already nice. heard about some shit in florida that they try to do to keep you off that ballot because i know they're trying yeah. to get what's her name stacy abrams. abrams yep and abrams. as the governor so yeah and we already got keisha bottoms right as the uh, mayor yeah mayor of atlanta, uh, atlanta. Shout out keisha bottoms. i was gonna say um and even for me um i think my experience was a little different when i voted <coughs> in the was it the primary mm-hmm. because i live you know well my apartment's on the east side and they kept asking me you live over here are you sure and I'm like, it's on my ID. Like, and 
for a second, I kind of was like, you know, I don't want to deal with this because I know right. if y'all have, li- if y'all been listening to the last couple of episodes, the last time we talked about voting, Reese mentioned how when you go to the voting polls and all the older black ladies are excited mm-hmm. to see you. I didn't get that this time because mm-hmm. of the area that I live in. And it, I really felt outcasted, mm-hmm. but I was like, they're not going <laughs> to stop me from voting today, right. um, even though they're doing that. So that might be one reason that I early vote, but um yeah man so yeah you gotta tell november 4th if you don't want to go to your local to you know to your local polling station and wait in line or whatever but if yeah. not make sure you get out there on november 6th you literally have most of all of the day so hopefully somebody if you can get it in before work or after work right hopefully it all works out for you so you don't deserve a fucking sticker <laughs> Bitch, come on, y'all be fighting over a stick. <laughs> it's a 26 year old woman, the 56 year old white woman, get into it at a voting poll. <laughs> Dave? Poll. Yeah, I'm down here. They got into the it over. The wind is blowing. They got into it over a sticker. You know how they be like, sticker. Yeah. Back to you, Bob. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> She's going to okay. be out by Monday. Um, huh? Getting anyway. Getting news now. Uh, <laughs> and other news. No. Uh, yeah, so I want to talk about this. I saw this actually on the news when I was at my grandmother's house on Thursday, and I wanted to talk about it here. Uh, so. Bayview has this vacant lot near the 2700 block of South Connecticut Avenue. And um, mm-hmm. what they want to do is, is the developer by the name of Lurie uh, wants to build a two six story building. Um, so it's going to be a 27 block of Connecticut Avenue and uh, or on the on either side of South Herman Street. So the project is going to be about twenty five million dollars. Um, but what this project will include is not only the duplex duplexes in the houses, but it also have a BMO branch. Um and there are also going to be a couple of restaurants and things like that. So they basically want to build it up. Um, and, you know, you would think that the way things are going with the city and how, you know, they've got the new stadium and they're building new uh, condos and stuff down there and um, by the stadium. You think other places around the city wants to do that. But it's a lot of people in that Bayview area that wants to keep it traditional and, and don't want to uh, don't want the project to be done. Um, this lady, um, from according to Journal Signal said, you know, she said, I don't want to be by that monstrosity. So, you know, I guess <laughs> monstrosity. Of course you say, what that mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know, I guess for y'all, like, what do y'all think about that? Like people not wanting the city to be, you know, make this more modern new look, but keep the kind of old Milwaukee. I mean, look. well, so. I, I go past the Bayview area a lot um, when I'm going to my to my other place of residence. But first of all, I'm reading this article and it says a thousand dollars for a studio unit. Keep it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we but, mentioned that that was a problem with a lot of these places downtown. Yeah. There's a lot of vacant pe- places because motherfuckers can't afford that shit. Yeah, right. That's, that's true. And that's exactly why I feel like a lot of people don't want it because then it's just going to be this big building here that's mm-hmm. not even getting any type of residency i mean yeah don't don't get me wrong i think people will you know try to get in there but it's to me it's just going to be the same thing people can't afford that type of rent um honestly i just think based on our job market and things like that like no um i'm for i, I don't i think the bayview area is really pretty the way it is mm-hmm. i don't think we need that building over there um like when i rode down it recently i was like damn it's a it, like it's a lot of stuff over there and yeah. it looks very to me it looks historic if if that's the word i'm looking for like you know how you see old tv shows and they got all these shops like super close to each other that's mm-hmm. how they view is and it actually has yeah. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, unlike 
the inner Milwaukee area where a lot of our buildings are, you know, a lot of those buildings are tore down and there's nothing there. They actually have like businesses mm-hmm. in a lot of them. It's it, to me, I think I've only seen like one building that didn't have anything in it. But other than that, all of those buildings over there are restaurants or bars or comic book stores or whatever the case may be. And I think it looks great the way it is. If it's a need for the apartment space, then sure. But I personally just mm. don't think it is. I don't, I'm not really. I never really go in the Bayview area. I've been there a couple of times, and, and it's real hilly. Um, <laughs> and it, it kind of for some reason that area kinds of kind of remind me of San Francisco for some reason. Like it's kind of mm-hmm. hilly. It's kind of flat. It's very flat. And, you know, you don't see too many tall buildings over there. Like you said, everything's right. kind of, you know, um, mushed against each other. Um, and, and not in a bad way, but, you know, it, it kind of has that old school vibe um, of the old Milwaukee, if you ever see some pictures. Right. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, it would be dope to, you know, get something new and updated. My question, are they going to have any, like, low income units? Uh, they didn't say anything about low income units. Um, I say, from what I saw, no. Because I'm no. looking, I don't see it, but I'm wondering mm-hmm. if, because it uh, reminds me of, uh, I remember when I was telling you guys about the PBS thing. It was a time, around the time of our first year anniversary last year, and they were talking about doing something like, like this in the area, but people had the same concerns because mm-hmm. I'm reading somebody said it's shit too damn big, it's bigger than our homes and shit like that, mm-hmm. and people, traffic and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was more so because it was bringing obviously low income people in and then people that was really more so the issue people just didn't say it or whatever right. so i'm just curious to see if they'll add that because it seems like a lot of places even down here minus just other shit downtown some of the shit up mlk drive um i think that was that's some of people's issues and even if they build it out in west bend and shit if you ask people they'd be like please don't know yeah. <laughs> um so i'm wondering if that's something that's included that we're not seeing too um, other than that, I don't know. I mean, on one part, they're saying that they're going to obviously get revenue because of property taxes and make more money because it'll yeah. have the, the retail locations and bring more people in. Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like an episode of an episode, the movie uh-huh. barbershop and shit, and they right. property development and shit. Right. You take our neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> you know, now that I'm thinking about it, too, um, last year you mentioned that, you know, a lot of there's a lot of businesses there. I wonder if they think that by having this company come, like kind of what you said, mm-hmm. is it kind of like a Walmart uh, effect where it's like, okay, you bring in all these other companies, big, huge companies here. And now you're taking away from the business that we yeah. would have had. Smaller you know, businesses. Yeah, smaller businesses that mom we would have Mom and pop shops type you know, shit. Little, yeah, mom and pop stores, like you mm-hmm. said. Um, that could be an issue too. Yeah. You know, little restaurants and stuff like that. So I wonder if that's what, you know, might be their concern. Because every time you see a Walmart pop up, you're, mm-hmm. if it's a mom and pop store nearby, it's over. This is off subject, but kind own subject because i thought about it i was reading about you know how um was it fifth street fourth street got renamed vale phillips all the yeah. way down yeah, yeah yeah um so i was reading about like um because i didn't really hear like any issues with that so i, saw, I found some article about um mlk drive and how that got renamed mm-hmm. or whatever because you know you hear people say third street and shit like that so mm-hmm. you're like what the fuck like mm-hmm. the old my mama called it third street sometimes she'll say mlk and i was reading about how they ended up changing the name and they were saying because if you notice how it goes to like green bay avenue then it mm-hmm. stops like yeah and it turns to old world third street yep. so they said they had issues with them naming the whole strip that and i think um i think my sister's husband works at the little meat place down there all the small businesses were like no whatever the name keep it the same we don't want to like they you know had the excuses we don't want to change our stamps and shit like yeah. that um, and then they was like, fine, we can name it Old World Third Street. They was like, okay, cool. 
So then that's when they was like, well, we can cut it off right here. And then mm. everything else is MLK. So then I'm like, why the fuck did it stop like on Green Bay? Uh-huh. So then they was like, we're going to stop it right here. Mm. So that made me wonder. I was like, mm, how come it's just in this one little section? So I just thought it was funny because they said it took them a minute to get that shit passed. And this was like 85 or yeah. something like that. Um, so I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting history lesson because I, I just always, when I saw Vail Phillips, I'm like, what goes behind changing these names? And they really struggled to get that name changed for yeah. MLK. And just especially, spatially how I'm like, just name the whole shit that. And people was like, fuck no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get so, the fuck yeah. up out of here. So we'll see if there, um, you know, if there's going to be this building here. You know, with, with buildings, things like this comes, you know, new job opportunities for construction workers and stuff like that. So, but also on top of that is traffic. There's noise. There's, you know, if you're in a nice, quiet neighborhood, then, you know, it's going to be some. Those you know, darn hipsters. Yeah. Just so, think about MLK. I'm sorry. Think about MLK going going all the way down to brown deer though like that's we're great bay avenue that's some people my people are like fuck get this mm, shit out of here right <laughs> low keto i thought about just think like because it's green bay it go all the way down to like fucking where tj Maxx and shit is fuck mm. out of here <laughs> shit. Fuck you so, just wanted to brought that up just wanted to yeah. bring that up let's talk about colorado colorado so in, in on the since we're on the topic of voting and trying to get things passed and things like that so here's a one a lesson in actually reading the article that you're sharing because mm. I see it a lot and it's just like, did you even read it? I mean, I saw it and I show it was like, wait, huh? So there's an article that says uh, Colorado to vote on slavery again. So I see a lot of black people, young black people um, sharing it and saying like, oh my God. And, you know, just saying, you know, little to me, ignorant things. And um, so I, clicked it on someone's page and she was like did you watch the video like did you actually look at it and she kind of explained it so i didn't watch it but (laughs) maybe because i didn't have time but on the article it says colorado um next month colorado will vote on changing the language in its state's constitution so that it no longer allows slavery as a form of punishment Mm. and uh so the young lady also shared that um you know a lot of other states still have that in their Mm-hmm. Um, constitution and yeah. she said I guess the state of Colorado never wanted that they never even they never used it or anything like that so which is why they're voting on it so I just want to get y'all thoughts on it because I mean and the article says voting on slavery yeah it says it will vote on changing the language um, so that it no longer allows slavery as a form of punishment oh uh, I know a lot of times people catch those catchy titles catchy hooks to hook the audience and Mm-hmm. Right, and that, I guess it goes back to um I can't remember what article I mean what uh, episode we were talking about this on, but we were talking about um should things stay the way that they are written like from years ago? Oh, like, yeah. do we still use this as a as a blueprint for today, even mm. though times are different? Um, and it made me think about that too. Yeah, I mean. The thing is, a lot of people don't take that time out to look and 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 see what what because every state has their own quote right. unquote constitution. So mm-hmm. it, you know, a lot of people don't take the time to look at it and say, "Oh, I didn't never seen that before." I think Rhode Island was like it still has something about them uh, being a slavery or, or or maybe even Mississippi or something like that. I think, um, but you know, it's good. It's good to have that change. It's good to get that rhetoric out of there because you know, you know, and it and, and also brings attention to the fact that you know America still got some of this deep dark history that. No, nobody really ever apologized for and 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 refuses to apologize. It's kind of you know, you kind of look at it like, eh. but you know, a lot of stuff, a lot of things haven't changed. Like we're not even a hundred years past, you know, certain rights that we have, um, women rights or or um, um, 
other rights that we just got. Like we just got. It's not even been a hundred years yet. So, um, so yeah, I'm glad they're changing that. Yeah, I think um, it goes with. I don't know if I talked about it, talked about it on here, but it was. Uh, I think it was on a National Geographic channel, the History Channel. It was a documentary about um, just the statues and shit, and them changing yeah. the names of the schools and shit, and mm-hmm. they more so targeted everything going on in West Virginia with the tiki torches and shit. Mm. Um, and then it, it was funny with my coworker. Um, she just came and was like, "Yeah, I just watched that." I was like, "Nigga, we was watching that last year." Mm-hmm. I watched that. Um, but she was like, "That shit, wow!" But yeah. it reminds me of that in a sense because they more so talked about. Like, why are these schools named after these like yeah. these people? Slave and then owners. they, uh, I think it was in Louisiana or Alabama. It was one guy was like, "No, we should leave the statues up." And the, the chick was like, "Well, it represents like sa- slavery. It doesn't represent, you know, America today." And he was like, "But these are the people that you know, talking like that and shit." And, and I'm just standing at the TV like, "No, fam, like, no. it's racist." <laughs> right. So reminds me of that because as I'm looking up this article, it's saying that. Um, buried in the Centennial State's 1876 Constitution is a provision that technically permits a person to be sentenced to slavery or indentured servitude if convicted of a crime. Mm. Um, which, of course, in November, Coloradians um, will have the chance to strike the language for good. So I think, as basically what I'm saying, words really matter. Yeah. Because in a sense, um, like the other part, it says the exception for those convicted of a crime is what has state residents concern. Though the slavery or involuntary servitude mentioned in the state's consti- constitution refers more to penal labor, like stamping license plates, working in the kitchen and other jobs that make inmates are tasked to with and not compensated for. So I think in a sense, they're still doing that servitude and shit mm-hmm. like that. But I think, I think language matters. Yeah. Um, and we just need to let that shit go. So just like some of them monuments, I think they even renamed a lot of different schools too, because of the shit. Um, so yeah, get, 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 get it the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm a sizzle so i think it's good i think as we chip away at certain things we'll we'll be able to chip away at other things mm-hmm. um like even stuff in federal laws yeah that we keep complaining about that you know they keep being able to flip in a sense just like you know the 13th amendment and shit like that yeah. so I think that's good all right um something you know a little light and fluffy um i don't know if you guys seen uh diddy shout out to diddy hey diddy Yes, monster. Um, he put up this post, and of course, I X'd it out uh, on his page about Cassie. Well, let me start here. A lot of people, t- <laughs> a lot of people talked about uh, the little Cassie and Diddy break up. Was no. it last week or the week yeah. before? So he posted this uh, Michael Jackson song, which is actually one of my favorite songs by him. Oh, yeah lady of my life on his page and he said if anyone sees and he added her cassie this weekend please tell her to listen to the song a hundred times and he put the heart emoji and then put love um uh basically for me this song i already remember when michael jackson died back on nine and did the tribute i remember neo saying this mm-hmm. at his um tribute or whatever and i remember i listened to that version i love when neo sang it so then when i heard the real version i was like mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. what i want to hear um so yeah shout out to that song generally but i guess my question to y'all is um have you ever sent the love song to somebody um or has somebody was like you know listen to this this makes me think of you type shit vice mm-hmm. versa Moanje? um have i sent the have I sent, sent you yes yes i have yes i have yeah i have um yeah, 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 yeah. Um, not your, song. not any song that you made or a beat, just Mm-mm. a song. No, it was um, "Beautiful Surprise" by uh, uh, Ndiaye. That was a that was a song. Um, we'll you sent that? 
Yes. Anybody ever sent you some? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't recall. I don't recall. That mean yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Sure. No, I don't. I don't remember. Listen, I don't remember. Diddy anything. was trying to tell her right here. You're every wonder in this world to me. Who said? A treasure time won't steal away. I don't want to sing this song. So listen to my heart. Lean your body close to mine. Let me feel you in my dream. Shout out to Miguel. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Miguel. Um, what about you, Lassie? Anybody ever be like, girl? feeling you this is this your shit right here girl um so it wasn't i guess it wasn't on a like super romantic level but <laughs> on the friendship level someone sent me this song by um <laughs> y'all gonna laugh it's by ray j it's called anytime that anytime. song is my song and i feel like if i ever sent i sent i've sent that song to someone if i ever send you that song like that's how you know like i got your back forever and ever ever and i love you forever and ever ever because <laughs> like the that that song first of all radiation by ray j is like his the best thing ever but um that song that's yes that's my it's my shit like i love this song but when the person sent it to me i was like damn like it made me feel some type of way because he's because he's basically saying anytime you need me you know, anytime it's, you need someone. Was he talking to Princess? No. It's funny because I was just. Uh, oh, no. It's funny. I was just right. watching his um, unsung song. Seeing that motherfucker on the album cover. Little raisins. As a matter of fact, there was the one who said I loved you first. I bet you he did that line so many times. Maybe this was about Whitney. Oh. This was in 05. Yeah. This was right before. This was before he dated her? Yeah, she dated yeah. her like before she died, like 11. Yeah, probably Kim Kardashian. Right. <laughs> don't act like you don't know. You're sitting home in my living room. That shit funny. Uh, what about you? I'll be okay if I get one. That if song I'm just playing. We play that shit. I don't <laughs> even know. Play that shit. <laughs> <laughs> How we did a bone. Like, mm. his vocals was funny as fuck to me. That was Marcus Houston. I drove past you. Yeah. <laughs> he was reading the video. Like, was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, in a circle. We used to be a king trying to do that I shit. I was trying to do that fast. <laughs> Damn, baby. Like, I think everybody was trying to do that shit. Hilarious. Um, this one wish? No. Is this one wish? I don't think they got it on here. And the song did just... We did everything. Mm-mm. <laughs> so this the one I wasn't mastered with. <laughs> I, I typed in Ray did, J. Did you fast forward a little bit? Hey, that's some bullshit. What the fuck? I don't know. I said Ray J. What the fuck? I typed in one wish. Hold on, let me see. Uh-uh. No, I type in. <laughs> Here, I'll play the video. I'll just play it. This is one wish. I'll just play the video. Fuck it. Damn, baby. <laughs> Look <laughs> <laughs> at how videos were back then. They had low resolution. Ooh, ooh, yeah, that looked horrible. It's all gray. <sighs> I could net for a long time. I could the not see him. Rain. I could not see him as anything other than Dorian. Mm. Right, the thick ass rain. I remember when he came out with. Uh, wait phone. a minute, my cousin used to always play that shit. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Back you know, in school, it's on and popping. No. <laughs> DJ's rocking. <laughs> the chickens is watching. The chickens. Oh, that's so derogatory. Right. You said, dun, 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 dun. Mm. 
He said, "Blow, tell her." all day. Did you get any songs? Um, yes, I had. I was fucking around with y'all for a minute. Um, I've been since. Um, uh, what's his big crit and what's her name? Big crit. Jill Scott, higher calling. What what big crit song was it? Insomnia. Higher calling. Oh, okay. <laughs> With um yeah Joe Scott so I gotta Ooh. send some other stuff but I can't think of anything right now. So, well, it's so Neil centric. It is BT centric ass on. Really? <laughs> honestly, Why are you hating. Honestly, I'm hating. Honestly, didn't really listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I did. I let it play because it was like vibey. I didn't listen to like the lyrics and shit. So just go read the lyrics. <laughs> I'm sure you just vibing to me by yourself. You'd be like, damn, I missed that motherfucker. Allegedly. No, <laughs> <laughs> on. Do you? Do said on. No, I'm saying that's some shit oh, that you would yeah. do. Oh, okay. You sound like them 15 year olds. They'd be like, on. I said, on. I said, on. You see me on Facebook, on. I'm like, it's just on. That's on. You had an end at the end of the day. On. That's cute. Yeah. Cute, guys. Made me think. Made me think, right? I'll be to, okay if I can. Did he better get his shit together? Right? Yeah. Um, oh yes, got saved. Um, Can say by what the bill? No, 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 no. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I'll be I didn't okay. realize that was. Um, Jill Scott. I'm looking up this. <laughs> I guess the meaning of this song here. Like I said, I listened to it, but I didn't really. Oh, the song. Oh, what to say? Dissected. It says, yeah. I mean, I, like, yeah. Not dissected. I think I just know what it is. I just can't really explain it. Right. You said cut that part out. <laughs> um, it says, Higher Calling Plays. This is a, used to be, what is it? it used to be Rap Genius, not just Genius. Oh, right. Genius. Higher Calling Plays on the spiritual gravity of taking your relationship to the next level. Mm. And, oh, I need to read that part. Making a baby all while oh. rolling the listener along to the tune of romantic voicemail. <laughs> oh. oh, sexy time. Take it to that now. You okay. said on. <laughs> oh, you in a relationship? Relationship? You said, yeah, you real for real. No, no this, this, this was is ready, this ready. Is down yonder. <laughs> oh, you said long, long time ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, that's all we got for what on. Let's get into some random shit of the week. Random shit of the week. Um, so I was watching. I start noting this shit. Married to Medicine. Okay. Um, and Doctor Heavenly, she's going to see a therapist because she kind of has like these anger problems, and she's mm. trying to get her shit together, Dr. trying Heavenly. to figure out why. Remember, she had liked something on our Instagram, and then we had followed her. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she mm-hmm. um trying to get to the root of why she you know like has these anger issues or whatever. I can be heavenly and angry. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I said that's what her mama named her. Mm-hmm. Your mama named her. Helly. She be called Helly. Oh, wow, she gonna beat your ass. All right, yeah, I'm pretty sure she gonna pull all your back teeth out. Fucking with her, she a dentist. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so I guess the one of her issues was I think she went back to Miami to her own, her old home and she mm. took some of the other ladies with her and I think um she saw like the room that her and her sister used to live in or her sister and I think she said her dad died in one of the rooms or whatever mm. and she was like I gotta go. So I think she has like I guess a technical relationship with her sister and she doesn't really talk to her like that or whatever and she felt like one of the ladies on the show like kind of reminds her of her sister that's oh. why they don't get along or whatever oh. um so yeah. the um therapist or whatever was just like well like what did you think of yourself in a sense um and this is just me kind of remembering what he was saying when you were between the ages of 13 and 18 because 13 to 18 is like the identity stage mm. of your life and i was like hmm. so it made me look back and i'm like damn what the fuck did i think of myself so i guess i wanted to ask y'all just outside of the context of her just looking back at who you were between the ages of 13 and 18 because it is known as 
we see here the identity stage who mm. did you think you were looking back or who, and then now when you look back so who did you think you were then and who, like who do you know you were at that point now listeners listen man oh, go for a lossy what? I'm, I'm going to pull up some pictures and look, take a look back. Who said Junior? Pictures is not going to help. <laughs> junior. Junior, shut up. No, so you said, who, do, who did we think we were? Yeah, so in that moment when you were in between that gap, you know how you blend, you know. Well, so for me, the ages of 13 and 18 were not the best for me. Um, I had just, like I was going through depression since mm-hmm. 12. And I was never really as happy as I <laughs> as I appeared to be to people. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I had fun in high school. I also had some bad moments in high school. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being very numb no. during That's during those ages. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, I really was I, at, at a point where I just was like, hmm. Like literally, that, that that was just me. Like that that was just me at that point. And um, there was some anger in there. Um, I was I was pretty negative. Like mm-hmm. thoughts about myself. I mean, if if I could like if I really think like the positiveness in me really didn't start until I was like twenty twenty one, mm-hmm. and I was looking at myself different, looking at things in general differently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. I don't. I probably. I don't even know who I was at the in that age in those ages because I just really didn't care about a lot. I was. I, I just remember being nonchalant and negative, and just doing what I wanted to do mm-hmm. at what. No matter what, I did what I wanted to do. No matter what. Um. What was the second part of the question? I guess like now when you look back at it, like who do you you know how you outside of it now? So you might oh that's who I was or this is exactly how I was. I, and just to kind of clarify, I think. Um, now that I think about it, I think he was kind of saying like it's the age gap or er- era that kind of shapes who you are going to be for the rest of your life. So that's why I asked, who did, mm. in that point, who did you think you were to look at who you become now in a sense? Mm. I think looking at it now, I was somebody who needed help. Mm. And where I'm at right now in my life, I got the help that I needed and now I can get everything else back on track um, as, as in regards to dealing with the depression and anxiety and the negativity like yeah that that stuff is gone not well I'm not gonna say the depression and anxiety is gone but I've learned to cope with it better than I had in those younger years um, also went to group therapy never thought that I would be in group therapy took medications like these are all things that at 13 through 18 i was like i'm not doing none of that stuff like i just wouldn't but i think i i know that i was just lost and needed some help and i mean yeah now here i am and like i said all those things have changed i'm not Mm -hmm. as nonchalant i'm still nonchalant about certain things but i'm not as nonchalant i'm not negative i don't beat myself up i don't make myself feel bad for you know things that I want to do or things that I say if I'm not, you know, if I don't feel that I'm wrong. Um, I mean, granted, if someone comes to me and says, you know, that hurt my feelings and I feel like you shouldn't say that, then I'm going to apologize. But, you know, and just in regards to the being, being negative and being angry all the time, like I'll tell people in a heartbeat, why spend time being upset? Like, and, and on the other hand, it's 
Maybe you should spend five minutes being upset and then let it go. So it can be either way with me when it comes to anger, but it's never how it used to be like an all day, all week type thing. I don't have to walk around being angry because I can express myself to people in a way where I'm like, okay, I got to get this off. We need to have a conversation about it. And boom. Shut up, bro. So, yeah. But you, Wani, you over there contemplating. Um, you know, thinking when his lip go the other way. <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, around that time frame, uh, I would say I was just, uh, I was always there. I was there. Like, it, in, yeah. in, in, in the sense that, you know, I was just, it wasn't nothing spectacular. Like, coasting. Yeah, I wouldn't even say just coasting, but it was just like, you know, looking back now, like all the people that I'm kick, I'm cool with, they, I never really had a direct relationship with them when I was in high school. I knew of them mm. while I was in high school, but we never, we, we'll, yeah, we'll say, hey, what's up? And then keep it moving. But we never was. I never went over their house. I never did anything like that. But now, a lot of people that I'm going to, going and seeing now from Riverside or um, from middle school or anything like that, I'm like, kicking. I'm going, going on trips with them and stuff like that. And then right. we, we would reminisce. And they were like, yeah, man, you was there. You was there. But it, I, ne- I was, but I was just there. You know what I mean? Um and also to the point too of uh, looking back, I, I you know I was the the the, the guy that did all his own work, um, you know, passed the test. I'll be the first one done with the test. Like this nigga, this that smart, you know, type stuff like that. But I was just always there, and you know, I was kind of shy. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I was kind of shy. Um, and to the point, I I still am to a certain degree. Um. But I always was, always did have that knack for adventure of doing things. I remember um, when I was in like freshman year, we used to um, uh, grab girls' booty for a dollar. No, 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 no. It was uh, I had had band class, and one day the teacher wasn't there, so we had to go in like a band substitute, and uh, and um, we had to go in the lunchroom, or whatever. And I saw these dudes battle rapping. I was like, "Oh shoot, I mean, I want to get in there." And I started rapping. And when he started rapping, it was like, "Yo, I didn't know you do that." Like, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you know." that's what it is so i was always there i was always shy but i did, still did have that knack for curiosity and adventure so did you figure out that you like rapping and making beats and shit uh, that would have led to um i, I kind of figured that out when i was like maybe towards the end of um uh, was i in middle school i think i was in middle school when i found that out like i wanted to do all that stuff so on that age gap okay. yeah but in that but it, but really what took off was when I, we had a, a project in uh my uh english sophomore english class and we had to read Macbeth. and um last year read Macbeth, we had to do a project and um i came up with this beat i came up with this rap and i still remember this rap to this day i'll never forget this rap and um and we killed it we killed it we killed it like it was mm-hmm. it was it was Man, I'll never forget that. I remember beating everything. Because um, Hustle and Flow just came out. And the snares, so I took those snares and came up with my own rendition of it and started to beat up like that. And it, it man, I can, and I got the BCD here, but it don't work anymore because every time I try to play it, it skips. So, I'm um, saying you started to put it in the case. <laughs> yeah. But, in the corner, and I was sure. the first person to do the rap, the first part, uh, the first person to come out with the rap. I had my shade, little, these little shades with the blue tints on. <laughs> and I was and that swagger. But that boy, and it was just, man, it was, it was, people just didn't, it was like, whoa, I didn't know you, y'all get down like that. It's funny hearing both of y'all talk about it. Yeah. 
because yeah, I think it seems like everybody y'all both really went deep into really trying to think because yeah. you over there. Like, and then, cause, <laughs> oh yeah, because I had them glasses on, and then you like, cause I want to, yeah, cause I remember one time. Yeah, like it's just funny because because she it was funny because she was kind of doing the same thing, and I guess yeah. it makes you dig deep. Um, before I go, I just want to read because I remember because obviously I was a psychology major. Um, I don't remember everything, but mm. um, it's coming from Eric Erickson's um, stages of psychosocial development. So I'm not gonna read them all. I'm just gonna read them one we're talking about, and I do see it very from 13 to 18 to 13 to 21 so this one says 13 to 21 it says at this stage children become teenagers they often have higher expectations on themselves mm-hmm. it's during this stage that children find his or her sexuality and who they are as individuals as they grow they try to find their purposes and roles in society and solidify their unique identity these young people must also try to discern what activities are fit for their ages and what are deemed childish they must find a compromise between what they expect of themselves and what the society expect of themselves if they're able to do this then they can enter into adulthood with a firm sense of individuality and sense of and self-confidence Failing to do so will often cause a child to find his identity by associating with others, joining in cliques, and becoming a stereotype. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. For me, um, I look back. Everything that I did was based around, like, basketball. And it was mm-hmm. funny because, like, a lot of times I felt like a lot of people that I was associating myself with as far as basketball because not that I was doing it purposely, but it was because we played basketball. I just felt like a lot of them use that and i use it as a tool too but i felt like that just wasn't what i was just always as a person i feel like there was more to me than just playing basketball so like as the years kind of dwindled down to finishing high school junior senior year i really realized like i didn't totally completely want to do that after just for me looking at you know a lot of times women you know you go to college you play you if you're a big player a big you know people know you and then after that it's not like the NBA as far as, you know, the money wise mm. or being known. And a lot of times you go overseas and, you know, I thought it was cool, but it's nothing that I really saw for myself mm. in a sense. Um, not that I was the best player at it, but it was just like, at that point I was just like, I knew early on anyway, that I was just always able to tap into different areas. And I, and sometimes I still see people that I used to play basketball with or just people generally that I feel like they're now just discovering, like I'm more than basketball. Mm. And I'm like, I'm so glad for me that I discovered that, that's not all I was able to do. So mm. I kind of look at it like that, you know, as I said before, especially like in my fruition episode, I felt like I was kind of shy in a sense, but yeah, uh, just things like that. So I just thought it was interesting just to like, act like actually think about, cause just hearing her struggle with like her attitude and he's just like, why are you just, cause she, she'll start off settled, mm-hmm. but when she get into, well, bitch, like, yeah. it's like, why are you just so, and she's like, I think Mariah reminds me of my sister. That's why like, I just go at it with her. Cause I don't talk to my sister and she just reminds me of her. So, yeah, I just thought it was something good to talk about. So, listeners, um, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Um, Think back. Same. (laughs) Then I stumbled upon this photograph. (laughs) Kind of made me laugh. Um, All right, this is interesting, too. So, another one of my revelations. I was watching um, Uncensored with Tashina Arnold. And, um, obviously, she's talking about her life, which was pretty dope. I realized her and uh, Tisha Campbell were real, like really friends since they were like kids, like real life friends. Um, so anyway, she got to a part where she talked about Ben on Martin and she was just kind of, you know, explaining, um, I guess the little thing that came up said, um, being, it was talking about being pe- tr- uh, treated like a piece of shit. So then as she came to talk, she's like, yeah, when I was on Martin, I'm like, hmm? so, um, I guess, um, I'll read, I'll read it and then just play the clip. So. 
And this is her a quote from her. She said, show business got the best of him and him being Martin. And she said at one point, and when that happens, there's nothing you can do about it. It's like watching a car crash that you can't stop. So go ahead. You know, uh, we work hard. I mean, on every script, each and every every individual to, to make the whole script. Come this is them getting an award, by the way. Unfortunately, you know, Martin, you get to a certain place in stardom where, you know, Okay, he was no longer part of the cast, but he was the executive producer, and now he's... So, you know, that distance started uh, being created, you know, between the two. And, you know, the network has a lot to do with that as well. You know, they take care of the star, and then everybody else is a piece of shit. That's just how it goes down, and, you know, you just... You embrace being a piece of shit. But Martin, unfortunately, you know, show business, at a certain point in his life, got the best of him. And... When that happens, you see it happening and there's nothing you could do about it. You know, you just, you pray for that person. It's almost like watching a car crash that you can't stop. So when he and Tisha had their bout, um, what I always respected about the both of them, they never, neither of them made me feel uncomfortable. You know, right before Tisha left the set, because she had to. It got to that point, and I understood it. It, it's like, it's just like the Matrix. It was like, you know? You could hear silence. It was just very surreal. And it just taught me how to navigate in, in show business when you're on and when you're off. Yeah, so I just wanted to add the little last mm. part about um, the Tisha relationship thing, her and Martin, because I just thought it flowed well. Um, but generally, what I really wanted to talk about, though, was just, you know how, like, I don't know if y'all watch Unsung, but just generally you hear stories about celebrities mm-hmm. getting into their life and then just, whoo, yeah. and I'm just like, when you think about Martin and people had questions about what really happened, you know, with Tisha and him, too, um, I guess just outside of the show itself, before I kind of dive into that. Like, have you ever been that person or have you ever watched somebody like that was about to crash and you just knew that you just couldn't help? And it was just like, because mm. I, I like when I when I think about if we go back there, them having this show and it was great. You know, we all just, you know, stars. And she kind of explained like, you know, her and Tisha grew up in like the New York area when they got older. Tisha moved out there and she was doing school days and all this shit. So she was like, shit, let me let me try my shit. So just like everybody had a thousand dollars. Tisha and her mama was staying out there. Cool. Stay with us. She went out there with her. She was That's like, that's why they on so many shows together. Yeah. Little type of whores and everything. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they started when they were little. Mm-hmm. Like she said, they met each other when they was teenagers. They was on some show in the 80s. They was in really? London filming. Like it's crazy. They've been knowing each other. And but anyway, she was like, she stayed with her. And then Jada Pinkett, which I didn't know, she said she had like a little apartment, like off of, was it Comey and La Cienega? And she was like, she was paying $600 for rent a month. She said in that area it was cracking. So she was like, good. She was like, Jada had the plug. And she was like, so Tisha had got the role on Martin. And she was like, you know, it was pilot season. She's like, I'm gonna come out and try to do all these auditions. And she was like, Tisha was like, you know, I can get you. And she was on there saying, I told her I can get her in. And she's like, no, nah, I want to do it myself. You know, I don't want it to be, you know, nepotism. I ain't really down with that. She's like, oh, whatever, girl. And that's how she was talking. That's what made it funny. But anyway, so she said, obviously, she auditioned. She didn't know what happened yet. And that's, I think I always hear this part of it too. But she was like, Martin came to Tisha's house and bought her the script. And she didn't, he was like, she's like, he was looking like, y'all know each other? Like, the fuck? 
And, oh, yeah. She said, so, you know, he probably felt like they played me, but it wasn't really like that. It was just like I wanted to get it by myself. So mm-hmm. and just understanding that, you know, obviously they have so much fun and just mm-hmm. seeing somebody just going off the rails and just I can imagine you know, being on something like that and then like it's so great and then you just watching this person yeah. just ruin it all. Not for himself, but just everybody for everybody. Them, yeah. So have you ever been around or involved mm. or has it ever been you? Not that close. No, not that close. But you know, you see like in the Biebers, the Britney Spears and stuff like that. But not, so not Britney that was close. Sick of this shit. Not that close though. I don't I don't think so. I'm I'm I mean, I guess for me, I'm the person that's always trying to save people. Mm-hmm. But I I have seen people that I couldn't save. Like I could try to do anything in my power to mm. help them, but no matter what, they want to take the other route and end up on the oh. bad end of the stick. Um, and I I have been that person as well, so I've seen it. You know what? what you I, mean? How so? Um, I think when it in regards to everything that I was dealing with mentally, mm. like um, I wasn't. And I and I can't even say that people saw me about to crash because I put up a facade for so long. People didn't know, but I knew that I was about to crash. Mm-hmm. I knew that something bad was about to happen. Um, but I mean, people had inklings, but they didn't know. No, like right. they didn't know to the extent of how bad it. You know, things had gotten. But like I said, when it comes to me and other people, it I've always been that person trying to save other people. Like. Because yeah. I know how it feels to feel like you don't have control and like you feel like you're about to drown. And I never wanted anyone to feel that feeling. So I'm like, yeah. if I can try to prevent this from happening for you, I will try. But obviously, we all know we can't save everybody. Yeah. So Yeah, it's interesting because you're kind of speaking on it from like a different aspect of it. Like, And that's what's crazy about it because people have different ideologies of crashing and burning. Um, but you just see somebody just and Loki not to be like that but it just really made me think just about him I was like damn like I'm wondering if because it's like nah I don't know it, well, it seems like he's trying to get mm. back there and just like he just because I know when he did um partners with Kelsey Grammer I was trying to give it a chance I'm just like ah. yeah. so I was wondering it was one of them things where it come back around and it's like mm-hmm. no more fam yeah so I just it just kind of made me like it really made me just look at everything in a different sense and especially her understanding you know just being treated like a piece of shit and then just being there with somebody does that ever make you like nervous about like if we were to make it or you make it somewhere just generally and then just being in part of that environment because it seems like everybody just gets involved with it i know there's ways to probably obviously stay out of it but a lot of the stories especially on song it seemed like especially in the 70s and 80s everybody the same shit it was like drugs alcohol women sex just it's crazy i'm just like man like yeah i mean uh, and you know um I think we talked about it. I talked about it before, but when when I was in um that that group chat and I was accused of doing something that I didn't do, like the way I felt, like I felt like I was like at one point I was just like I was like, man, come on, y'all, like really, are we really yeah. about to go through this, like for real? And like it was attack after attack. It was like a thousand. It was that, to one point, it was like a thousand comments, and I had to turn my comments off because I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then of course everything resolved itself, and I got a half ass apology from <laughs> half ass people, and I don't even fuck with the group like that no more. But it is to me. I'm, but now think about that on a grand scale of you know when this does take off, like there's gonna be thousands and thousands of comments, right. and it, it might not be pleasant. Some might be good. Some might might, might not be pleasant. And I wonder if that will take me this that little dose of you know negativity that I got from just this one group. 
I wonder what the, what that would do to me on a larger scale. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, just falling into that lifestyle. Yeah, falling like that. that lifestyle. But like, even if you take this um, Martin or whatever yeah. in the show, and you put it in this era with social media and yeah. all that shit too, like God. you got to read all that. Like it just crazy. It made me yeah. think of um, what's that damn movie called? Beyond the Lights. Like she was going through kind of like what Lassie was saying that yeah. you know, she, oh, I'm fine when she really wasn't, and then she was reading all these comments on her mm. phone, and her mom like put the phone down. So you dealing with all that shit on, mm. on one end. I even just you out here partying. It's the other side of it, and then it's just like I'm so sick of this shit. Yeah, it's especially because it's funny we were just talking about Ray J. Um, it was one of the incidents where he was crashing, and his mom uh, Sonya was just like, you know when it's my job is you know his mom and first of all his manager his mom is like when i know he's going to crash and i thought it was interesting that she said that she said my job is to make sure that he crashes and has like a small fall mm. not like i know he's gonna crash but i just want it to be like a not mm. a doom mm. and i just thought that she said that's my job like as you know his mom like you know mm. you're gonna crash but just you know fall a little bit so i was like hmm, i thought that was cute yeah i mean now thinking about it i had a friend that um we grew up together um we used to come over all the time we used to play and stuff like that and um now he's currently uh incarcerated and you can Mm. You can kind of see like when it started to fall apart because he would do like little things. You hear him doing little things, and uh, you know, and un- it's unfortunate I, I I didn't help out more, but I you know I kind of distanced myself from it, and you know now he's currently incarcerated, and I don't know when he's getting out, but it, you know it's just unfortunate, because like, maybe I could have said something or did something, or maybe if he would have hung around me, probably. But you know, if you do that, then who knows? They might bring you into that lifestyle and stuff like that. So, um. Let me ask y'all this: If you were on the show, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking of it like this: If you're on that show and y'all mm-hmm. all started just coasting together as a new show, you know he did a couple things, you did some mm-hmm. things, y'all here, and then like it's kind of starting to take off. You're doing movies, and it's like y'all back here. Mm-hmm. Like, can you even approach somebody about like, dude? I think you're crashing because mm-hmm. she was just like she was just like you know he was back there. You know, obviously the network was probably on his side because mm-hmm. he the star anyway, and you can't tell him shit and. She said, like, I, she kept it real funky. She was like, you know, it was one of them shows where we had a lot of fun. And when you weren't on set and he was doing his thing, you wanted to come out to your dressing room and watch because you never know what he was was going to mm. do because he was that great. Um, but just how do you, like, I couldn't imagine not being able to, like, I mean, I, yeah, but it's just like, I guess, like she said, you just being treated like a piece of shit. And she kind of mentioned how that's just a part of being used to that environment yeah i guess you just gotta make sure you know who you're working with because and you gotta keep having those conversations before they even start drive the car to say hey you know this is we i think we got something here make sure that you stay level-headed and grounded because you know if you're gonna if you're gonna take off or either either one of us take off we gotta make sure you gotta still check the other person especially if we're gonna be co-workers well, let's put that friends. in context we we going somewhere right. with this and like lassie just like yeah yeah like what do you because i I think about it like this if you think about and i think it's very similar in a sense so you got her coming from somewhere else she know Mm. him but she don't know him know him just like at one point you you know lassie but you Mm. didn't you don't know her from back yonder so i I look at this and this being teacher like who are you to be like hey fam the fuck you doing granted we friends we've been doing this for a couple years now Mm. but same thing with lassie so it's just like if you knew she was crashing, you know, shit kind of going left and right. Like, what do you? Yeah, I just have to say, look, um, you know, you. Shut the that, fuck up. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Um, look, look, hey, you, I'm starting to see some things that I'm not, I'm not feeling. I see you on social media posting things. You, uh, I'm hearing these stories about you. First of all, I ask if it's true. 
And then, you know. Damn, nigga, you making this shit up now. <laughs> Any story. Like, what's up? Like, this what? what's up? Let's let's go. Or, you know, Lassie, she got a nice house in California, big hill. Like, no, I need, I need you to come back to Milwaukee real quick, and I'm going to take you around these streets real fast. Remember this? You know, remember we used to be No, she ain't going nowhere. Because <laughs> right. it seemed like maybe that's how he was, because she yeah. was kind of like, we were, you know, here. And I think in that case, like you said, she yeah. kind of felt like they and didn't it, have that relationship yeah. like that. But she even looked very confident in that, like, and there's nothing you can do about right. it. So I'm pretty sure. Because remember, it came out, I think, what's his name? Uh, Carl, Cole, was his name? Carl, I think, yeah, whatever. Cole, yeah. Cole was like, oh, I don't think it was his real name. He was just kind of like, I don't really like dogs. Yeah. He didn't treat me. Not. Everybody's like, what? So I think now, like, when you think about just. It's a job. Everything a job. out in the public now, like social media and these shows, you'll know mm-hmm. about it more. But right. if now I'll be looking at it like, damn, I want it no more. Like, <laughs> what right. the fuck was y'all? Like, but y'all had a great time. Like, it's, it's great that job, you, you work in that environment. And what she kind of said it at the end, she was like, that made me realize, like, especially it getting canceled or whatever, it ending. Like, you know, you got to, like she said, embrace being a piece of shit, but just knowing how to, like, navigate and knowing, like, everybody say, loving the business when it don't love you. Cause she like right. you know, imagine us doing this, and then after we get done, at, once we cut these mics off, we don't say shit. We ain't in no group chat no more. We only we only text when you know it's time to do the do this shit again. You know what I mean? Like, we well, don't, I think at one point it was kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess in the beginning it was, but for mm-hmm. the most. <laughs> No. What? No, this is yeah. like within the past couple of months. We're going to yeah. be funky on here. Yeah. What? Yeah, this was not in the beginning. Yeah. This was, like Reese said, the yeah. past couple of months. Yeah. The past couple of months, what? It, it was only group <laughs> chat talk if it was yeah. about recording. Right. Oh, 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 I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Keep but, it funky. Don't be acting like, oh, yeah, no, I get what you're <laughs> saying. But, shit, even then, but even then, though, somebody might drop a meme or drop a story or drop a, a text or something like that here and there. Yeah, you. <laughs> I don't even know if he did. Yeah, I thought we did. Oh, I thought somebody no, did. No, no, no. You was ghost for a while. In the in the group chat. Yes. I gotta go back on. Niggas had to call you out, Mwanje. Hello. Oh yeah, half the time because half the time when y'all be when y'all y'all get into the, get busy into the the stuff stuff. I be doing something else. And I look, I'm like, oh damn, I missed that. And I gotta go scroll back up and read everything. Is that what we was talking about, right? Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm was, confused. I was just sitting here thinking about um before we got to the part where it was about us, mm-hmm. thinking about the part with them and um when you were asking Mwanje, like, what would you do? Like, what would you say? Honestly, I think the only thing you can kind of do is kind of pull pull them to the side and be like, Hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I think but I think it's you see it. You know? 'Cause it, not to cut you up, but I think just reading a lot of things you people say, you know, he's but I guess for me, I would ask because I want to know if they see it. Yeah. Because there, mean, are, man, I don't give a fuck. there are things that I have done recently that weren't the best mm-hmm. decisions. But until I said it out loud and like told somebody else, I was like, damn, I'm really fucking up here because yeah. this ain't what I'm about. This ain't what I need to be doing. This yeah. isn't a smart decision. But had I never said it to someone else, which, mm-hmm. and I was afraid to say it to someone else because I knew that it was the wrong thing to be doing. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was not a good idea. And I, until I really admitted it to someone else, I was like, and I, and I was like, I'm not going to tell anyone this because I already know what they're going to say. I wonder if it, for him, if it was like one of them David Ruffin things, like I made your asses. I can you, see that. Then you got the people around you that's telling you that the shit you're doing is crazy. Yeah. I mean, granted, I don't know Martin personally. Yeah. But, but I'm I just saying generally, like a lot of these cases, yeah. like imagine we do some shit, then, you know, you got, you know, McCoy, like, yeah, Lassie, you the shit. We don't need this shit or whatever. <laughs> and then you like, hey, Lassie, you know, and she like, 
Mm-hmm. You get back to your dressing room. Ain't nobody gonna hear you. Probably turn your mic off. Right. <laughs> yeah, I just think like um, I just we think because they didn't be have it. No, I ain't gonna be me. Um, <laughs> y'all, y'all agree? Y'all think so? You said it yourself, but okay. It was a joke. Sure. It definitely right. was a joke. A joke is at least 50% true. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. 10. But I'm just saying it was just a joke. No, I'm just kidding. Definitely. It was, jo- it was definitely a joke. Y'all think, so? y'all think I'm going to be the one. Well, I guess that's a, that's the question. That's a good question. Who's the first one that would be like, I'm crashing? I think I'm the one that's going to crash. I even like crashing. That's, you know, like, it's going to take and then crash. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm a, y'all think I'm the one that's going to take and, be, and crash? Y'all think so? Yeah, both looking at me. Okay. Listeners, let us know who you think will be yeah, the who, first who, one. Who's going to be the one who to crash? Who you think will be on some, some Martin shit to take? <laughs> but I guess it was his show. It ain't like it's called fucking yeah, Reese right, or Lassie right. or Mwanja and them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. But this, no, this, this one, I guess I'm, it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around this situation because is it has it, was were they kicking it after after everything was done, the camera turned up, were they kicking it like that? Well, if you listen to what she said, she if you watch the episode, it seems as if, you know, you know, he's just coming off of, he started with what's happening now, mm-hmm. you know, his first show and then house party and all that. That's how she explained. That's how him and Tisha got cool. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he finally gets his own show on his network and, you know, he popping, but he ain't like popping, popping. Right, but right. as he's consistently going, he's, he did his stand up in 93. He's hosting Def Comedy Jam. He's, you know, doing his own movies. He does Bad Boys. Right. He's doing all this shit. And then, you know, y'all doing shit too. Y'all are seasoned actors, but he's here, which right. is clearly not even trying to be funny. And then y'all are, you know, y'all been acting. Y'all, y'all you know what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm in a movie with will smith mm-hmm. so it's like that's just what it is but it's like everything changes as far as you know people probably been in your ear and you know you hear remember the shit even in the late 90s when he literally crashed like right. i mean that's the thing it's like okay and then maybe she that i mean she just had to watch him crash because they just didn't have that relationship well, yeah, she said that, yeah and she just had to because she yeah i'm just I'm, i get it but i'm yeah. just trying to put like some context to it, like actually been in in those type of shoes yeah. like imagine just having like great fun on set and then shit just changes and i think right. what i'm saying is that you see it happen a lot and it's like yeah, we, how can you prevent that in a sense like i, I gotta have a relationship outside like, of work yeah but sometimes think uh, about no, it i don't these, even think that, yeah, that matters it, either i was watching um some documentary about the Beatles. I'll just be watching any type of shit on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, watch this shit. And it just talks about like, like their rise the and then not like necessarily fall, but it was, and you know what's crazy is I loved it because they explained that it wasn't even like a, a fallout. It was like, they've been doing the same shit for almost 10 years. They started as young boys and it's like, you know, they're doing it for fun. And I think they got to one point where they just kind of disappeared because you got like the Rolling Stones and everybody else trying to do what they do. Then they hit America and take over. And then it's like, we tired. Like, we just mm-hmm. need it. So they went out and then they came back and they were explaining whatever album it was was so different. And it was on some of that. What's the acid type mm-hmm. music? And they was like, what the fuck is this? But mm-hmm. then people ended up liking it. And then they said as they hit the late 60s, it was one of those things where, you know, um, what's his name? Oh John, John, John Lennon. John Lennon I'm thinking I'm just gonna call him John like the fucking song. <laughs> like I know him. John Lennon uh married uh, he got in, got with Yoko Ono, they didn't get married yet, but then they started, you know, doing their thing, got married and having kids, and then Paul McCartney and then everybody else was just doing their own shit. So it was like you know, then next thing you know, the Beatles ended and I think they were saying one point they weren't talking, next minute they were, and then somebody met somebody some like you know buddhist person so it was just like one of them things where it didn't necessarily fall out but life just goes different ways sometimes yeah, so yeah when i think about all that like you know you get excited about that rise but sometimes when you think about that crash not even crash just that fall or that separation that make you go Ugh. but i guess when i look at shit like this my whole moral to my story with this is like that's just life good point though to that because uh i don't know if you watched it it was a, one of those side um side uh 
Breakfast Club interviews, one of the guys from Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, y'all never really had any issues like that. He was like, because we, first off, we paid attention to New Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we split everything equally. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, when we, you know, we do our thing on the side. And then when it's time to come together, we're going to have no issues. So, I don't know, I guess just, you know, when, you, when you're when you on set with someone, like you said, with Martin, at, at this level. Yeah. This you know, it's just kind of like, you know, what what can you do? What can What can you do? I yeah. don't know yeah no know. yeah and i think that's great but i think the moral of it is you really can't predict anything like you think mm-hmm. about how great some shit is and then you know next you know it's over yeah, re- regardless end. of how it is so yeah i just thought Unless that was law and order yeah i just thought that would make interesting conversations so. like 30 seasons like jesus yeah Lord. shout out to uh to sheena and um uncensored i thought that was a good episode uh dating and relationships and sex talks for you nasty motherfuckers hey i got um i just want to go ahead and a lot of people um were talking about the red table talk and um mm-hmm. they got some great feedback from will smith so part two should be this uh, monday coming monday up at 11 uh, oh, today. p.m central standard time yeah <laughs> um so so after you listen today. to us at five in the morning uh, right <laughs> go and listen to this at 11 yeah um but it, i just dragged this is just like one of many topics they talked about but mm-hmm. this uh clip is basically will talking about how he created this whole life for the the picket fam- oh, picket family the smith family mm-hmm. and um and he he thought that having money and famous success was how he's going to build his family and jada was just over here like no mm-hmm. i don't i don't want this i don't want all of this stuff and that led to her crying for 45 days and you know check it out realized is i was building a picture yeah yes. right i grew up in a household where i was scared and watched my father beat my mother up right so I was going to build the complete opposite of that. Yeah. It's going to be Wonderland. Yeah. Everybody's going to be happy all the time. Come on, Willow, let's play. Yeah. Right? Even though I was saying no all the way. Yeah. Will, the house is too big. Will, too not big, this. Right? No, Will, not. and he had a picture. I had a picture. And I had a public perception. He had the public that perception. That I wanted to project of, of our relationship, mm-hmm. of the family, and what my kids are, and what my wife is, and what we are yeah. in the world. Did you ever feel like Jada was ungrateful? Hell yeah. <laughs> Look at everything that I've done for you. Yes. yes. That was another you thing. ungrateful. But yeah. that was the other thing because there were times I felt ungrateful. Because I was like, look at your life. Yes. Yeah. How could you be so unhappy? I used to. Oh, so, um, first of all, Willow always be having me cracking yeah. up on the show. She's like, "Yeah, wow." She was doing a lot this episode because mm-hmm. every other every five seconds, damn, mm-hmm. she is hilarious. Damn, like, wow, I didn't know. Yeah, you need to be back there. It's peeking around the corner. <laughs> okay, <laughs> around the corner. Don't say the conversation for you kids today. Table. Right, kids table, kids table talk. Uh, no, um, so Stupid. this that clip, this that clip alone. Uh, like I said, Will just had this picture perfect, and a lot of men get into this too, where. Uh, I shared uh, earlier that uh, Steve Harvey clip where the couple where they were supposed to get married and the guy got cold feet. Fuck that clip. I thought it was. I thought it made perfect sense to me. And no. you know, a lot of times, why, why, why didn't it work? He, and I'm, I'm gonna keep this short and sweet so we can go back to topic. It didn't make sense to me because if a man isn't, here's my thing. Why not just tell her all of this stuff? Like, if you're gonna tell me you have cold feet, why? Let's have a conversation about mm-hmm. it. If you don't feel that we're financially ready to be married, if you don't feel that you're at where you want to be to have a family and all this other stuff, because God forbid we get married and now we can't support ourselves or our future children. That's not what I want. 
So tell me that shit. So it's not like, it doesn't seem like I'm trying to force you into this. Even though you asked me, let's start there. Even though you asked me, when when the date was set, you should have said something then. Mm-hmm. Not two months before the wedding. Like, uh, I mean, like, going to bring it back to the clip, like what Will said, it's like, it's just a thing where it's, I have to do what I got to do because I'm the protector. I'm the provider. I'm the person that's supposed to make sure that my family's okay. He made he made those titles for himself. No, no, no but those are titles that that's just a uh, uh, man. Not that's all what men. a man. That's what a man is supposed to do. Not all men. Think okay, so that. let's clear it up. So what are we talking about specifically? That Will Smith just what is what just what Will was like what Will was saying. We, I was kind of merging the clips together, but yeah, what Will right. is, what Will is saying is that you know he created this lifestyle mm-hmm. right. for his family because he felt like that's what he was supposed so to that's do. What you want to, okay, yeah, and Jada's like, no, I don't. This lifestyle is not where i want and here is kind of the opposite effect of what the steve harvey clip was it's more so you have that clip uh i want people to know what you're talking about uh, let me see i think we don't got it that's fine just i don't want people to be like what did he say yeah um check it on my page but it it, to me it's just it's funny because you know you think you look at the jada the uh the jada i don't know i keep saying pick it pick it but the smith family and you think like damn man everybody's doing their thing but behind closed doors you know this big ass house and everything like that. You think they happy, but she she wasn't happy because she wasn't building life with him together. But and- I think that that's the issue with um, people. You know, and as you get older, you you look at and just younger too. You look at these celebrities and people generally that are above you in a sense, mm-hmm. and you just be like, oh, that's a good life. Oh, they do this because at one point they like she, he explained. You know, we did whip my hair, Hawthorne, mm-hmm. and all this shit mm-hmm. at one point, and you know we smiling. I even like the point where he made when he was like, you know they're at the table and you know willow was like a kid and she's like oh daddy you know he got this picture of his life in, in his head and it ain't us <laughs> and he said i'm looking at her like that was Girl. the best part <laughs> and then she was just at the table right at, at this point now smiling like what i mean you it wasn't what i saw and then this is a kid seeing mm-hmm. that so you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's like you're living in that and then the new clip from monday or today whatever um he mentions like you know at one point he yelled at her for something and she was just like whatever the problem is and it's her as a kid again just fix it just fix it like because it's Mm. just too much so i just think that you know you look at these people and you expect you know as the person on the outside that they're going to have this amazing life and then on the inside they expect that too but it's like that's why she said her mom was kind of like well what is it what's the problem Mm. and then he was like i built this house for you she was like you built this house for you 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 know i'm at home taking care of these kids i already had a career you know i'm saying you met me when i was on a different world type shit and you know came for me but you didn't get me mm-hmm. um you know that what i'm saying so plot twist right so because my mom was like i know that um but yeah so just like i i just generally think that's just what it is is you know it's it's when you're not really happy it don't matter how much money you really got and i think a lot of people tied it in together too yeah money brings happiness because you're able to do more things blah 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 etc cetera, etc cetera. but if you're not really doing something for yourself and you just feel like you're just sitting there and it's just like I didn't really want this life. Like, mm. I still kind of want that ranch in Boston, in Baltimore. <laughs> like, it's just like, mm. so yeah. Mm. Oh, uh, I, I, yeah, it's, and it was another topic I wanted to bring up too, and I forgot about it now, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think this is a great, it was a great topic because, or a great thing to hit, put Will on here because we got this ideal of Will as his happy, a lot of people even say he's a bubblegum bubble type guy, but, 
who I didn't know all this stuff that you know his you know he was crying in the bathroom because he knew that he married his first wife and really didn't want to but he didn't want to get a divorce that part, that part was crazy too to me just because like Willow bitch <laughs> what no but it's like Willow said he's feeling all these emotions happy because he got to connect with the woman mm. that he wanted to connect with but sad knowing that he could really never be with her because right. he said that he was never getting a divorce yeah and, and then, then she divorced that yeah she divorced <laughs> and it made me think too like you know with the with the uh the uh, winner of the million dollar like i'm like damn if i had all that money life probably would be totally different either i probably have a heart attack that i won but then too is like damn money probably destroyed my family and friends like it probably would just wouldn't be great at all like I'd rather be, you know, trying to get it from the mud, quote unquote. You think so, for real? Yeah, I think I think it. I think it is having that money that way, all that money at one time, um, and not having any plan, and not having any planning or any experience of knowing somebody that had that money, that much money at that time. You just, you just, it's your whole life just changes, and it's just like, I so, I so the fuck not gonna be staying here if I had nine hundred six million dollars. I'll tell you that now. Well, somebody gotta do it. So if you never met nobody that did it, you first motherfucker. Yeah, but Try then that's her. the thing that comes with the thing. It's time now. It's like who really? Now that I know that everybody's by my on my side now, because shit, I'm in the trenches too. But now, are you still with me because I got the money or crash? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> or that crash portion of it is like damn i'm gonna am i gonna be doing things that i know i'm not supposed to be doing mm-hmm. things that I, I can't afford to do now but don't want to do now but now i can afford to do anything damn near anything i want to do you know am i gonna do it um so i, I just i'd like the fact that we got a chance to peek into their lives and, and understand yeah, their relationship like, you know what it's funny because i assume that this will obviously happen because he doing his thing what makes him happy and yeah. what, what he's doing is essentially opening opening himself up to social media and you know at first i didn't really pay attention to the dynamic of both of them kind of doing mm. their own things i just think oh jada has a show too but she's doing that with herself too especially you see how she starts off this um series with her and Cherie, uh, which is Will Smith's ex-wife and their relationship. So I just think that, you know, it's great to see both of them um, just being more, you know, vulnerable. Cause as you see in the show, which I always think too, regardless of who you are, my business is my business. And I tell you whatever I want you to know, regardless if I'm a celebrity and you got the mic in my face, we're great. Any more questions? Mm. So now I think it's, you know, it, it's great for people to understand and, and it actually helps, you know, people too. Cause now they're going to go into this next episode of them going to a point where they actually broke up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, people are like, what? Will and Jenna broke up? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I think we too, and I think, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but for myself, and I don't know if you guys <clears throat> ever felt this way. Cause, um, as I get older and I got older, I realized like, you know, we were all to me just generally society fed this picture perfect way of like, life and how relationships are supposed to be and you realize how mm-hmm. quick people generally may give up and that it could be yeah. out of anything not even relationships but just life um but specifically on relationships just to see you know of course i don't want to be fighting and arguing with your ass every right, day every day right but you know we're human and i'm not gonna be excited to be with you all the time or somebody gonna catch an attitude and just like he said even though he said he hit upside the head i'm like mm. uh but you know mm-hmm. like you New you're paper. not you, yeah you're not Boop. finna cuss at me or you know shit like that like people just be thinking like oh they did x y and z i'm done like i get it but it's like you know what I'm saying? You, you're going to go back and forth. You you have to be able to just like how they're training in a sense themselves to be better people. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to meet one motherfucker and it's going to be, you know, you know, eggs and fucking syrup. And yeah. Just, 
<laughs> so I just yeah. think, yeah, it's it's a way to too if if people want to learn from them in that sense, because you know everybody gonna watch it and have a conversation about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because they're on that level, I think it's just great for the soul fact of people being able to be like number one, they're human, but number two, you know, people gonna probably actually use them as a, a way to learn right. versus maybe listening to somebody they know unfortunately but fortunately so yeah and that's scary too like you you, you be with someone for so long y'all decide to get married and then once you get married that's when you want to fucking give up like what like huh like wait a yeah. minute wait a minute wait a minute and like you know and it's funny because i'll be hearing newlywed couples sometimes or um or by the way of someone else and they were like yeah you know i'm tired of my husband already like i'm ready to i'm ready to you know she never did this and it's like whoa y'all just got here this is like the honey- <laughs> you already y'all pissed off at the honeymoon stage it's like uh but you know you want let me let me ask you that do y'all feel like you were i don't want to say fed but like feel like in a sense for the lack of a better term you were fed a uh generally society i should say just idea of how a relationship was supposed to be versus like maybe your relationship now or like just your relationships you've been in because like the stuff that i've been through with people i just kind of be like you know obviously some shit shouldn't just just like okay Mm -hmm. that was just a little force but i'm like there's no way that i'm just gonna sit here with you every day and just always be fucking just happy 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 like small things happen and i that's just life and that's just with people too like family and shit is you'd be like my sister got on my fucking nerve both of my sisters growing Mm -hmm. up you know just there's no way that i was gonna share rooms with you and think (laughs) it's just gonna be smiling every day one day take my shirt off bitch (laughs) um i think i think um yes but the opposite way for me i feel like or maybe the same way. I don't know. Somehow in my head, I, I got it as opposite. Um, but like, <laughs> like I feel like growing up. So my mom didn't. She wasn't in a relationship until I got older. I'm talking 1920. That's when I seen my mom in a relationship. Or she was in one before that, but she kept it very casual. Mm. Um, so I really didn't get to see relationships firsthand. But like from TV and stuff like that, I felt like it was always fake. Like you said, like. We're always going to be happy, or if we fight, we're going to make up, um, you know, right away, things like that. What I like about the conversation that uh, Jada and Will had is that, um, I guess for me, I see a lot of my relationship in what they're saying right now. Um, the relationships are a lot of work. Yeah, and I work. have had the conversation mm, yes. with people, like, with the whole, people are our age want to give up so easily. I mean, yeah, you get in a fight with your significant other, and you, like, damn, I really want to fucking, fucking slap they ass. Mm-hmm. But you know, by slapping they ass, that's not going to help the situation. So you might as well not do it. Um, Which brings me, I'm going to go back to Red Table Talk, when Will and Jada talked about the whole not yelling at each other. And mm-hmm. he said he would just use his words like, I'm I'm not kind right now. <laughs> go Will a bitch. No, go ahead. But I, but, I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but, no, 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 no. To what you said. I was ignoring that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, and for, like I said, I see a lot of my relationship in the conversation that they had because it is a lot of work. Um, And not to say that, you know, we argue a lot, but I'd right. be lying if I said we don't, don't argue. argue. We, like, right. I think but, that's so, not to, real quick, I just think that's so bad to tell somebody, though. Like, exactly. Don't argue. But anyway, go ahead. But I think the good thing about our dynamic is when we when we are upset with each other, we can have a conversation and move past it where it's not holding. No one's holding on to it. We're not holding it over each other's head. We if we need time, we take our time. Like Will and Jada said, Mm -hmm. we ain't learned this from them. We just did this on our own. (laughs) But 
take your time, come back, have that conversation, move forward in your relationship. Because if you're holding on to anger and resentment, that's when things happen, like where people get married and be like, this shit, I mean, ain't nothing changed but the title, but I'm still mm-hmm. annoyed with his ass. He's still got on my damn nerves, and I don't really want to be around him right now. I'm tired of him. Yeah, and then on top of that, you're not going to be the same person in five, ten years. Right. Like, every decade, you're going to be a different person. Right. And you got to be because you're changing. You're a human being. So, um, and then you want to be with someone that you can, that's willing to learn and grow with you. So, right. um, yeah, I can't, I'm excited for episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, Part two, two, yeah. Of the, uh, of this episode, but, of the yeah. table talk, but. Ah, uh, well, uh, my name is Will. Uh, I was listening to a podcast today because um, well, I was on Spotify just seeing what else was on there besides us. Check us out on Spotify. Hey. Um, and it was like, I forget what it was. It was some therapy one and it was, she had like a, like a relationship counselor on there and she was kind of explaining that portion of it. Um, just, I guess, the idea of taking preventative measures for like, um, for bad things that may happen as far as disagreements and arguments and, you know, you know, just I forget what she was saying specifically about just like having this pot built up of mm. like actual things that could happen. And, you know, I guess building up ways to react and, you know, calmly talk about it and shit like that. But then towards the end, she was kind of mentioning how um, just like you said, as time goes on, you grow and it's just like you want to make sure that you're with the person that's able to do that. Because, you know, she's like you get to a point where it's like, well, why you ain't eating it? She's like, I don't like grilled cheese no more. Mm. Like, <laughs> it was 40 years ago. Like, <laughs> I can't put this work in, bitch. My back broke. Like, I need a couple my strokes, but that's broke. it. So, other than that, yeah, I just, I just <laughs> think it's dope. And they've been at what, 20, 20, 20 years, I think. Yeah. And yeah. then, and based off this clip, it goes into my other thing. I was just thinking about that. I said it on a um, group and, um, I said that men need to be more emotionally responsible with dealing with women's feelings. Um, same thing here with, with the will, uh, you know, he was building his whole life without his family, not considering what his whole wife thinks about. And I think a lot of times, men, we, we are so focused and driven on this idea of what a man should be. And sometimes we don't, we don't never think about how to fit the woman, uh, into that, uh, that plan too. But, you know, the way society or the way you, the way society is, the way if you grow up with your father, or even if you got the uncles, if you don't grow up with your father, but you got your uncles and stuff like that, they tell you, hey, man, you got to be a man. You got to make sure you get money. You don't want to be no bum out here in the streets. And it's kind of like there's no room for, hey, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And I'm trying to figure this shit out. But then society tell me at this age, I'm supposed to already have my 401k. I'm supposed to already have a nice car, nice crib and all this stuff like that. And it's just that's why you get these some of these men that are just taking advantage of women and not considering their feelings because they're just so hell bent on what society tells us tells us that we need to do and, and a lot of things too are innate in us yes we're we're supposed to be providers and we're supposed to be um the breadwinners quote unquote but now but we're in an age now where women the women matches are uh or make more than the men we are in the, the most men in their industry now some but so I don't know. I just I don't know. Was there any other thoughts in that? But I just thought about that. And we just got to be res- more responsible and dealing with women feelings and even our own feelings as well, too. So um, I have to agree only because I guess what I see now and I hate to use this term, but in our generation, I see so many um, young men afraid to actually feel something for somebody Mm -hmm. they they know they want a girlfriend but they feel like they're gonna get played so they try to play her before they get played Mm -hmm. and then it just ends all bad but then 
once they end with that one girl, then they're back talking about some, I really want a good girl, but right. you, you had a good girl. Right. And also men who know that women like them, but want nothing to do with them. Like men will, I think from what I've seen, just from what I've seen, men will mess with girls. Well, I guess I've been through this situation too. Men will mess with girls, but they have no intention of ever being with them mm-hmm. or growing anything from where they are. You know, it's literally just, well, she's giving me attention, yeah. so I'm going to be over here with her. Oh, well, she's having sex with me, so I'm going to let her, you know, I'm going to indulge in the sex with her, but I know I really don't want to be with her. Instead of saying that, I think a lot of men also hide behind the the statement, I don't want to be with, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. When it's really, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's that company piece. Is that you know that it's it's you know what I'm by myself. I'm watching Netflix alone. Hey. I can call. You know, it's not you know Bill Bellamy booty call. <laughs> it's a booty call. Let me see, let me see who can go through my thing. And you know, it's just I want the company right now. But then they also when you do that though, you bring in a whole human being over to your place and your space, and now you tricking them into thinking that they are something more than they are. You bring up booty call, but I feel like, or I guess in some cases. Some women know. Yeah. I I feel like a lot of men don't give women the option to choose mm-hmm. if they want to, you know, be in this situation because a lot of women are now being they're they're now drawing back emotionally and men are like, Why are women acting like yeah, this? Man, uh, y'all because cool. y'all started it. Yeah. So I'm not gonna put my all into it if you're just gonna use me mm-hmm. when you need some company at night instead of trying to get to mm. know me like a real human being. And actually seeing if you like me or if not. But no, it's That's scary. It's, it is scary because well, you, you just said yourself, we need company. You started mm, to barbecue that's shit. That's scary. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I just think um, it's good as far as just generally now because therapy is something that's becoming not taboo anymore. I think yeah. it all kind of falls into it because not just men, I think everybody's is starting to seek it, especially people of color and especially black people. Um, but more so for men, because I think we were talking about before we started just knowing specific people that just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm open to it. So it's just like, oh, OK, versus like, no, fuck all that. Mm. And I think now you see a lot of t- for me, I've been seeing a lot of frustrated men just on the Internet and just generally just and I'm like, it's, try some therapy. Like, you know, yeah. just try it at least. And I think it, it's a way to obviously relieve some of that shit in which to me it'll come out as why you feel this way it'll make you a little bit more Mm. vulnerable and it'll tap into why you are that way so i've experienced you know doing that and understanding and getting through figuring out you know why do you do x y and z or why do you react that way and i think we talked about it before you realize you know whatever you know gets on your nerves or trigger you it's not really that issue or something in the past that actually triggered that so yeah as far as far as relationships yeah i think um yeah yeah i I wrote that because i had to examine myself i'm like ooh, i'm I'm becoming a certain certain type of man and i need to pump the brakes because i might either a i might have a daughter one day and now i gotta sit here and tell her about the stuff (laughs) (laughs) see and Um, that's the problem right mm -hmm. there men always say Mm -hmm. it it always starts when they have a yeah when they Mm -hmm. have a daughter then then they realize respect me bitch the stuff that they do to women because but you know you don't have that heart Uh, you don't have that attachment there or you know but i have sisters so you know but you don't have that it shouldn't it shouldn't even be on your sisters or your mom sister didn't even fucking make you think that ain't that a man Damn, you're right. What a bust. <laughs> yeah. What a bust of a brother. 
Your brother's a bust. Just kidding. <laughs> I wanted to ask her how she did when I said. Um, I don't care now, motherfucker. I feel you. <laughs> you asked me two weeks later. Right. School over. Could have helped me. Could have robbed me. over. Right. I dropped out. Um, <clears throat> listeners, let us know what you guys think. Um, I just thought of this, but you know, we can try to see how this goes. Um, probably redeeming this shit. <laughs> <laughs> sexiness of the week. No, sexiness of the week. Okay. Ooh. Slice it up. Ugh. Um. Moan I've been <laughs> following this page for some time now. Mm. I don't know where I've seen it. I do say Moan J. Moan. What about Moan like that? Okay, please stop. You're going to scare our listeners away. Bro, it's more bro. I want you to put some more bass in your moan. Right. You gas. What So I'm pretty sure a lot of people have heard of it because I see we have some followers, some similar followers or whatever, or followees. Lace by Tanea. Um, so she has she does like um body jewelry, which I consider like lingerie because she does like lip rings and stuff like that too. Huh? Lip rings and stuff like that too, but she does like uh lingerie and body body jewelry and stuff. What? Lingerie? Yeah. It's lingerie. Lingerie, lingerie, whatever. She does um I never heard somebody say it like that. Lingerie, lingerie, lingerie. Victoria secretions, Mm. whatever. Um so she has like lingerie and um keep saying like that too. Uh, and I just think it's so cute. Like, I, see. It, and I went to her website because I was like, mm-hmm. oh. super expensive. She has like garters and things like that. So what's that um, called again? Ooh, just ooh, follow her on nice Instagram. Ass. It's laced by Tanaya T A N A Y Tanaya Tanaya. I could be pronouncing it wrong. Um, but I read a little bit about her. I think in 2017 she was 28, so she may be 29 now, or she could still be 28. Um. I think she was so she was born in Minnesota, moved to New York when she was twenty as a model, and then just kind of found her niche with like jewelry. Um, and I think Erica Badu from this Instagram post had on like one of her lip rings. I think she did some things for Nicki Minaj, Beyonce. I think Nicki Minaj has on like one of her garters here. Uh, but it's really cute. It's really sexy. Um, when mm. I get my money up, um, or you know, if special guy wants to buy me some of this shit, I just really, I just really think it's so cute. Like it's so sexy. It's so cute. Yes. Yes, it is. Look, wow. it's just beautiful. Yeah. I love it so much. Um, every time she pop up on my timeline, I'd be like, even got a little stretch marks out. Stretch marks out. Look. Mm. That's what I'm eyes. talking about. This so if you go to her website, it's like. I'll lick it off. Nice. Like this is just so cute to me. I'm like, God damn. But Vanilla? once her website, mm. I was like, ooh, it's at 750. Is, I want that. some crotch. Body late night drip. Shout yeah. Vanilla. Mm. I just think even this Ooh. shit, like, like I love the tops. Look at this shit right here. That's because all this shit blinged out. Yeah. Mm. That's okay. It came through dripping. Boys <laughs> tears, huh? And Mirage like this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's Lord. It's so cute. Like, I, I feel like you can have a lot of fun with this stuff because it's, it's probably easy to take off. You glisten and you come in there, especially put some of that little shit on your body. You probably go to Rihanna and get a little cheaper. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, get you some lingerie. Just, just bite the nipple just a little bit. Some lingerie. Ooh, this and, red uh, one is cute as hell. She even got it on. What's that? that what's her name? Brianna? Yeah, Bria Miles got the shit on. This oh, thing. yeah, Bria. Shout yeah. out to Bria. Yeah. See, I probably didn't like all this shit. So, yeah, I was uh-huh. like, ooh. Because, like, I've never, like, I've never, like, thought about, oh, I'm going to go get some lingerie. Like, I just mm-hmm. never thought about it like that. But when I seen this, I'm like, this the type of shit I like. Like, this shit is beautiful. So, um, 
I guess that's my sexiness of the week. I'm just mm, trying to shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> cheeks. What am I? Yeah. So uh, if you guys want to follow it, like I said, a lot of people seem to be following her already. But again, it's late. If you want to know what we're talking about, it's uh, Lace, L-A-C-E by B-Y-T-A-N-A-Y-A. Tanaya, Tanaya. Um, her website is altogetheragainlacebytanaya.com. You can see her prices and everything. But the Instagram is very descriptive of what it is. And I just think it's very sexy. Mm. And um, to the man that I'll be with... Um, this is what I want for my birthday, so it's kind of expensive. So I'm looking at. Hold on, no, let me see. Right. Ooh, okay. Yeah, just give me a garter to start off with. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, this, this high waist shorts is one thousand three hundred fifty dollars. I mean, she had this shit on and said Beyonce and uh, Nicki Minaj, so I mean, you know she found her niche. Don't be don't be that friend that can't buy this shit now. Three hundred dollar crystal thong. <laughs> <laughs> lick my ass for hours yeah, right motherfucking you said better be real diamonds in there look at this oh, i like this little garter belt right like here okay yeah. um Wait, ooh, this is that garter belt hmm. i can see somebody in them like ooh. huh what's that oh <laughs> let's, let's start off with this frosting frost damn the frosting is 120 dollars i'm about to go <laughs> shit <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. It's like an '80s video and shit. '80s video. Yeah, but yeah, I think I just think it's really cute and really sexy. So mm. check that's it good. out. That's, that's a nice little topic to warm us up to our next topic. Yeah, we we'll start with the sexiness of the week to get you guys mm. going, there, buddies. Sexiness of the week. Yeah, you little nasties, mm. you little nasty motherfuckers. Ooh, so it's funny because so um I was talking last night with some friends and oh. we, were, we were talking about friends. um some some. That pussy. Some taboo fetishes that just talking about some, not so much what we're interested in, but some of them were what we were interested in. Mm. So I want to know, um, one, let's start with maybe because this this is what warmed up the conversation. What's your well, one? I'll start here. Do you have a taboo sex fetish? Mm. I'll start since just to give you guys an idea. Sleeping. Like the the thought of being touched or something while you're asleep. Oh, okay, mm. I got you. I got you. You scared me there for no, a I'm minute. I'm like, what's you over there taking them, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not, no, not that. Pull it <laughs> Y'all bad <laughs> Wake it uh, up. I'm <laughs> <Just> here. <laughs> um, um, I don't think I have anything that's taboo. I'm trying to think. This isn't. This isn't for me, but. Um, like I'm going through a list of things. So, okay. golden showers—that's taboo, but people like it. Yeah, not a fan. <sighs> Sex parties, taboo, but people like it. Uh, that's nothing I totally want, but I'll <laughs> give me a toy or something. A toy. <laughs> No, is it is it having sex at those parties like or? an orgy type shit or like just going like like a or, it's just a sex party? So okay. I'm assuming like a party like where a people have sex? candy and shit. Yeah. Or? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, sex out. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, for me, taboo. My taboo things is um, I fuck um I I do enjoy putting on a show. Like I, I enjoy putting on the show. No, no, no. Like, like I like, have my partner. I'm having sex with my partner, and more than one person's watching, whether I know they're watching or not. Um, I think it spices up just a little bit because 
<laughs> Who's watching, motherfucker? He got a camera set up. <laughs> he said he got them uh, little fucking lights and shit that I have for our I video set. <laughs> think I think it it added yeah, a little spice, a little spice to the, the situation. Yeah, I mean, I mean, or you know, like the you, you you can see, but you can't touch. You can't do anything. You you know, I think that's dope. I think that's dope. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if I, there's anything that's taboo for me because I think everything is just. Whatever I want in the moment is what I want. Definitely not no golden showers. But by definition, anything that's pretty much not missionary or pretty much doggy is taboo. Really? Really? That's right. I mean, I'll be... Like, if you... um, Damn, I forget the the way we pretty much pulled this shit together last night. But, like, um, let me just... Sorry. Like I fucked with the blinds all the way up. Like I'm like I just read it with an article. I just read an article and it said like sex sex toys is taboo because oh yeah um, so that's taboo. Um, see uh, as well, let's stop there. So as I was younger, there was and it was nothing that I actually used because um, I was never really introduced to that. But it was funny listening to Red Tables talks. I heard mm-hmm. Jada talking about that. Like her grandma was like, "You got to get to know yourself." Mm-hmm. And I so wish I did that when I was younger. Um, cause I bought myself one, I bought Lassie one and I bought Stacy one. So one. people don't stop one. You gonna stick it up your ass. give me a toy that makes for me, man. You gotta go there. You don't want a flashlight. You gotta go there. I got one of those. Then why you want another one? Okay. I could get a part of the toy fund. No, you got a fucking Bryson Taylor for Christmas. What the fuck? Y'all got, oh wait, y'all got, y'all got, uh, sex toys for Christmas? That's remember I said the monster. Remember we called it a robot? We called it robot? Yeah. Oh. No, but it's, it's amazing. And I realized. My robot broke down. Yeah, what you do to it? <laughs> I ain't do nothing. <laughs> Fuck you do that much. You... <laughs> it was one use. One use. Oh, wow. You must have bent that bitch back or something. Because everybody else still worked for it. I don't mm-hmm. know. I put mine in water maybe and everything. I, maybe, <laughs> maybe I got to get some good batteries. Is that a call? Okay. Oh. <laughs> maybe I got to get some good batteries. Uh, you do. Go get some oh, energizers. Okay. Shit, even I had a little weak-ass Amazon battery. That's <laughs> No, but I even use mine underwater oh, yeah, and everything. Yeah, I thought that bitch was gonna die. That motherfucker was in action. But what I learned is I like doing that in front of the person. Cause I was really shy about doing that at that's, first. That's taboo. Yeah. And it, it you know what's amazing to me is what maybe what it is is watching them watch you because it's amazing. Yes, they, I agree. No, I agree. Like And it was crazy it looks as if they look at you like Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then, then what I, what I, when I'm, as I'm doing it, I'm sitting there and they're just like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh yeah. I just, this is just amazing. So yeah, I like that. I think it's fun to add some extra shit in there. And I think it's good to find a guy that doesn't find that offensive that you have that. Cause some, you know, uh-huh. some dudes would be like, what you need an F one? Add it to the, like, but you're supposed, you're supposed to add it to the, yeah. add it to the thing. You know, why are you, yeah. why are you eating out down there? Put it on the top of the clit so she can get that extra feeling. You said, oh, this got the clit. I mean, uh, <laughs> or when you're hitting it from the, when you're hitting it's it from okay. the, when you're hitting it from the back. You said, that's the, that's the killer right there. When you're hitting it from the back, just reach up in front, put a little zip and then do it like that. It's Shut extra, up. Extra, extra spice to the thing, you know. But, so, okay, so, just to take this conversation just a little step further, mm-hmm. what are your, if you had to say, what are your top three porn categories? Um, <laughs> uh, of course, anything, Ebony. Um, not anything, Ebony, but. Who <laughs> said big titty slut got nutted on? <laughs> <laughs> big titty um, Ebony slut. Right. Uh, 
Jeez. Um, do something. I like uh, the ep- I like um, where it's like step. It's, it's step mom and, and step daughter. Okay. Fuck, fuck the step daughter's okay. boyfriend. Okay. Uh, don't judge me. And um, <laughs> not, they're, they're not, keep they're, going. Sit. Go ahead. Uh, no, it's not. Um, and Jacob, what are you doing here? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. She watched. She's like, <laughs> she's like oh my god. And then she looked, and then she started, you know, feeling herself Mm-mm, and stuff like that. Number she walked three. In, okay, she'd be like, okay, oh, okay, okay. And, and then number girl. three, no, I'm not like her. Um, Sarah, mm, number Ugh. three. Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm not thinking. About, oh my god, I'm trying to think. Um, damn, I don't know. If you amateur, think- amateur, I guess, amateur, I guess. Yuck, I hate amateur. <laughs> what? Amateur porn is Ooh, great. I want to see regular people. Fuck. You know what's funny? I never, <laughs> yeah, I, like I never people. really like searched like a porn site. Only thing you can think of is the basic shit like mm. ebony and because I, I, you got to show me some black people because yeah. everything else I'm like, mm. and then sometimes you be scrolling, they don't really be black. I'm like, come on, fam. Um, but Tumblr is the key. We talked about this before. Tumblr Very got true. the real shit. And, and Tumblr got some pay. Go to Tumblr. They had real people. It was a real raw road. <laughs> like you scroll Send me your stories, pages. It was one where they was fucking in the car. Like it was, a, it was just like, how do y'all even fit in here? Like it was a lot going on. Like and they'll have shit to me that some of these porn sites it'd be like, no, nah, this is some shit that your boyfriend posted. You may, not, y'all may know, you may know, you may not know, but <laughs> you ain't gonna know because the shit. Mm-hmm. And then, but make it funny is the comments and shit. Like you, because you know when you click on the reblog shit and you be like, comments. I'd be like, Ooh. um, but yeah, just as long yeah. as you black and other than that, just. Go to I'm Tumblr. A, I'm a nasty motherfucker. Tumblr so, just got, yeah, it just say 21 him. and older. You be like, okay. You want to see? Of course. That's when you be like, you see this shit? Let's try that. Let's do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. That. But yeah. You ever fucked outside before? Yes. Like outside, outside. Yes. Like bare oh. ass naked Mm-mm. on top of a car. I have Shorewood no. football field. Oh. I knew you was going to say that. Oh. No, I haven't. <laughs> You knew she was going to say that. Because I remember the story. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> or on top of the car while I was running. Do First of all, that doesn't sound safe. Hey, we just put it apart. Dude said the engine was revving and shit. <clears throat> so like a 68 Buick. Like <laughs> 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 a wash anyway. machine. Um, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Hopefully this satisfy um, you nasty motherfuckers that want us to talk about sex. Yeah. Some nasty shit. Send us some nasty send more, shit. Send, uh, yeah, send us some. Yeah, no, send us a porn. But you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. so I have to say this because I've gotten a couple conf- uh I don't know if I would call them compliments. Mm-hmm. I've gotten some feedback about my voice late as of late, and it made me think. So when I worked at the call center in Florida, there was a guy that I trained, and he would always come up to me every day and be like, thank you so much for, for training me. And then he would always go into this, I love your voice. You have the perfect voice. Like, you could be a phone sex operator. And Whoa. I'd be like, HR? That? Right. <laughs> HR? Like, yeah. Um, next. I was like, yeah, thanks, but... Next. Yeah, so you know I will me. say this though. Shout out to all of you that do like my voice and don't make it creepy. Like people have, like I got two, two people said something to me and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let me start a little. 15, so they didn't tell you fifteen minutes of week. Okay. Anyway, we should have won that first round. Anyway. Lorel. Oh, what he <laughs> I was gonna say what he would say. Come from right here. <laughs> His uh, uncensored comes on, on tomorrow. I I I yeah. Okay. Jeez. So, um, time for my nine. A nine. A nani. Ooh, I na, thought na, this na. was cute. Could I please have some advice? My mm. significant other is concerning me. He won't ever let me be alone. Mm. Parentheses. We live together. He. Mm. 
If I go to the bathroom, he keeps asking me if I'm okay and has to sit in there with me. If I leave the bed before he wakes, he freaks out when he wakes and yells for me and he won't let me shower alone or go to my appointments alone. He won't let me even dry my hair alone. He's always sitting right there and talking to me the whole time. I have communicating that I need a long time on occasion, but he takes it personal claiming I don't love him. What do I do? He doesn't work, so he's always home. I didn't get this far. I feel awful hurting his feelings, but he's like a lost puppy and it's driving me a little crazy. She's got to be an Aquarius because that's how I am. But I never met no nigga that sit around me like that. Mm. Anyway, what you guys think? He got to go. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's Literally. just way too codependent for me. Like, I'm in the bathroom. And I'm taking a shit. I don't want to see you. <laughs> see right. me squeeze. Like, <laughs> see me wipe. Like, like that's, me. that's just too much. And I mean... If she hasn't, if she hasn't had a conversation with him, she should. If it still doesn't change and it's still bothering her, then I think the best thing for her to do is either for them to live apart mm-hmm. or let them go all together. Ain't got no job. Ain't got no job. Pause real quick. Going back to wiping. Ha- have you ever got comfortable with somebody enough to where y'all be in the bathroom just shitting and peeing mm-hmm. and wiping asses and talking? Mm-hmm. Babe, you stink. I don't care. You gonna get this. <laughs> My ass. Petty. <laughs> wow. You know what? You know. You should have knew th- that was thanks, coming. For sh- thanks for shaming me. I appreciate it. No ass Every week I enjoy, I enjoy that. I enjoy it. Got ass <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, I think it's funny how you realize that shit. Like anyway, like I was saying. I'm shitting. <laughs> you standing right there. Like, close the door. Um, yeah. What do you think, Moanja? Um, yeah, fam, you need to get a life, man. I, I ain't never want to be around somebody that much that I just can't go seem this. Uh, get a life, brother. Um, like, do, get a hobby. Like, come on, do something, fam. Like, you, it's obviously it's bothering her, and it's going to damage your relationship because she's going to get to the mm-hmm. point where she's like, I and absence make the heart go fond, fonder. Like, you got to mm-hmm. step away for a little bit. She's going to start so, sneaking away from his yeah, ass. Yeah, and it's just going to be like, he's always around you. You know, get a job. You know, go somewhere. Do what you got to do. Um, Yeah, that's just too much, man. That's just too much. Too much. Too much. She must got some good stuff, though, because I mean, nigga won't be around you like that. Mm. Yeah, I she must be an Aquarius. Well, first of all, he's doing a lot, but as an Aquarius... Um, we don't like that shit, and I ain't really big on the signs and shit. But I just know how I am, <laughs> and even when I was younger, I grew up a lot with my dad, and we always had our own spaces. And mm-hmm. when we needed each other, we handled it. Whatever, which get you a beer or some shit. Like you know, your parents call you for silly shit. Other than that, like I need my space, you know. And I think that'll really turn me off. Like, yes, uh, definitely. That'll. I just I don't want to go home. You know hey, what babe. Hey, babe. Oh my god, that was just yeah, happy hour every day after work. Oh, you said you know what, make it a double. (laughs) You want the fuck tonight? (laughs) Hun, hun, like really? I think it's hard because she says she don't want to hurt his feelings. See, and I would be the one he keep going, I'm going to hurt his feelings. Ouch. Not, Ouch. no, I'm, I'm, I feel like Reese, like, I just could not, like, I cannot, I could not deal with that, like, I couldn't. We I'm have to have some type of space. Like, I just want to lay on your titty bag. Like me, me and my boyfriend, we've talked about we don't have to do all events together. If yeah. there's something that you want to go to and I don't want to go, then I'm not gonna go, and vice versa. Right. I mean, granted, if if we really want each other's presence there, then we'll go. Right. But if I really don't want to go, then I don't have, have to. Right, have fun. You know, he has friends. Peace. Go hang with your friends, and you yeah. know, I'll chill. Like, we don't have to be together every second of the day mm-hmm. when we're not at work because. 
like you said, absence make the heart grow fonder. Right. Yeah, you know, you yeah. away yeah, thinking yeah, about it. You. you make it spicy Shit. back to the, you know, the sexiness taboo. You know, you send a nice little freaky shit to your girl, and as soon as you get home, then y'all can do it, and you can yeah. go leave. But instead, I'm at work wishing that I had three more hours right. left to work because right. I know when I get home, your ass will right. me. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm going to put it in you when I get home, baby. Saying, you know, no, you ain't gonna do shit. You ain't gonna do shit. Come here, you're in the bathroom. Send a little dick pic. And, you know, are you in the bathroom? You know what I'm saying? She knows she. Good catch. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, inspiration of the week. Who who has that this week? Well, I see. I see Happy quote. me. So for the inspiration of the week, I have a quote. Pulling her up now. Mm-hmm. We can hit the show. I know the devil when I see his ass. Cause we ain't 21. Maybe Johnny. I'm like, damn, I'm 26 now. We can hope. We ain't. But that shit. Go ahead. Life is about balance. Be kind, but don't let people abuse you. Trust, but don't be deceived. Mm. Be content, but never stop improving yourself. Mm. I just flipped the switch. (laughs) It's all to the women with that with their left titty bigger than their right titty. Balance. It's all about balance. <sighs> Just ruin the quote anyway. Oh, sorry. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap this shit up. As always, our website is ybopodcastmke.com. You can find all the information about us there. Um, Lassie, you want to tell them where they can find us and subscribe to us at? You can find this lovely podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Spotify. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes. You can also listen and leave comments. God damn, fire truck. <laughs> you can also um, leave comments on SoundCloud as you listen. So yeah, you can find us on all those lovely platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Why do you want to tell them about our radio show? I do. Um, <laughs> you can check us out every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Central Time on River West Radio. That's 104.1 River West Radio. Um, also, you can go to www.riverwestradio.com. You can check us out there as well, too. Um, as always, man, we have great content, great guests. Just check us out separate from the podcast, but it's great. It's great. Once again, River West Radio, 8 to 9 p.m. every Tuesday. Yeah, 92. How'd you guys feel about that one? 92 feels great. 92 is a good year. 92 was a good episode. Yeah. Great. Um, yes, great content. Yeah. 92, y'all. Until next week. Um, as always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E E S E B E R A. Four Wise is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Lassie. And I'm Lassie at Lola Baby on Snapchat, B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at La Creme Lola. And it's your boy Mwanje. That's M W A N J E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanje Uganda for Leopard, you nasties. <laughs> See you guys next week. Peace. Peace.